0: Welcome to episode eighty-seven of the Pack Life Podcast. I'm your host Bruiser Carter, along with my familia. Por five, boy. Beside me, we got my brother, Mister Cut Carter. The other one, we got Mister JB. Yes, sir. Also, that when we got my cousin, Mister Damon. Having me, appreciate it. And last but not least, we got my boy, Mister Johnny Mars. Shag, you got a- I cannot hear you, John. You hear me now? Yeah. Yo. Yo. How y'all boys doing? How y'all man doing? How y'all feeling? How y'all feeling?
1: Good, man. You know. Ready to have some fun.
0: Talk about it, Cut Carter. Talk about it, Cut Carter.
1: Why he flexing that shirt like we ain't finna... Never mind. (laughs) Let me let Bruce do his thing.
0: Oh. I'm well. Hope y'all boys doing well amidst this pandemic that we are enduring. Um, to get things started off, you to talk about the big news, unless you guys have anything to say, or we can just get right into it.
1: Hey, I want to get right into it. If that's okay with you, um, Master.
2: <laughs> Jay, are, are you recording your bathroom? I'm just curious, bro. Is that where you are?
1: Nah, that's my office space. Oh, okay. This is
2: and like you that's like
0: curtain, like shower curtains.
1: No, nah, it's like a regular.
0: to keep the sign up. We got you, bro. You ain't gotta explain it. We got, we feel you. We feel you, feel you, feel you, feel you. Are you? A let's talk baffer? about. Let's talk about the man who is finally free out of H Town. The beard, James Harden, along with a, a multitude of other players and picks that we will discuss, is finally out of Houston. They finally freed him after LeBron James and the Lakers took him out of his misery and decided that Harden finally went to the media and said. I just can't do it no more, man. I did everything I could for the city, but this team ain't going to get better. And they finally pulled the trigger yesterday, and they traded him to the Brooklyn Nets for a multitude of picks. Well, I'm going to let you guys discuss it while I go look at the full trade details. But let's discuss the winners and losers of this trade. Was it the Nets who acquired James Harden? Was it the Rockets who acquired Victor Oladipo and a bunch of draft capital for James Harden? Was it the Cleveland Cavaliers who quietly got Jared Allen, Torian Prince? Or was it the Indiana Pacers who got Karis Levert? Uh, We'll start with JB, our basketball aficionado.
1: I feel as if nobody necessarily lost the trade. Everybody got what they wanted. But I feel like the Rockets are in prime position uh, uh, for the future. And they have talented pieces that they can mold and, you know, hope for the future. Um, The Nets getting James Harden, I mean, they should come out of the East. They should. But we don't know. Because, I mean, as you've seen, it has been a lot of drama over there late. Um, the Pacers getting carries, though. I like their little squad. They got over there with Brodden, carries Warren, Holiday, Sabonis, Turner. They got a solid little squad going for it, man. And, you know, I just feel as if... All these teams did get better um in some way, some fashion. So yeah, that's my take on it.
0: All right. Uh John, I'll you go could, straight you to you, you just
1: picture your posture a little bit, sir.
0: I go straight to you, John. Winners or losers of this mega deal, including superstar James Harden.
2: Um, I just felt like the Rockets, the Rockets rather rushed this trade and as a result, they didn't get the best deal that they could have filled it for James Harden. I personally believe that. And, you know, it was too much of They've had the offseason do this. They've had months to make this trade happen, but for some reason they decided to stick with the flow of Harden and trying to build around him. And I guess hoping on a wish and a prayer that he would eventually turn it around and say, you know, I want to play with y'all, we can do this. But we knew that that wasn't going to be the case. So I think the winners of the trade in um, an intermediate is the Brooklyn Nets because it's, this puts them in a position uh, as like an extra security. To go to the finals, so in the intermediate, they are the winners. I believe the Pacers also were able to secure a good uh, deal out of this, getting Caris, who's playing at an extremely high level, and I would say his confidence is higher than any player that was in a trade, uh, which is which is good. You're getting a player with a ton of confidence, dropping 40 already uh, multiple times this season. So you know that's something that Indiana needs. They don't they don't really have a lot of scoring. Brogdon's playing really well. Uh, but with, you know, Warren being out probably for the rest of the year, I think it was really, really great to get Caris, um, And so th- they're winners as well. And, you know, like Jalen said, the Rockets, I don't know if it's so much their future is prime; like They're prime for a great future. But, I mean, they have picks to toggle with and try to land, you know, a potential star maybe next year. Um, but, you know, they're looking at trying to rebuild for years to come. I don't see them being good enough to compete in the Western Conference. They're going to need to flip those picks, get a star player, and just make some you know, some roster moves. Um, but I think right now Steven Silas is the right person to have as your coach um, and just trying to figure out what players are going to fit well with his coaching style. So see how that works.
1: They got the cancer out of there, so they should be better in some capacity.
0: I agree. I agree. The, the players did not respond well to Harden, so they wanted them out of there. John Wall, DeMarcus Cousins. I go to you, Demar. Winners and losers. I just make a deal, including your guy going to your, your, your team, the Brooklyn Nets. Talk to us, man.
3: I mean, no, I don't know basketball as much as some others may feel they know basketball. Um. And I try not to speak on these guys as personal players, call them Cancers. We really don't know. So it's not really my place. All I know is that I like what the Pacers did. They got Karis LeVert. I think that makes them a very solid group. I like a lot of things that they do. And um, a lot of stars around the league have said that Karis is going to thrive in Indiana. So I'd like to see that. For the Rockets, I mean, they have Christian Wood and John Wall and Boogie and all these stories and nobody gives a damn. I mean, they're not gonna make the playoffs. It's likely that that won't be the case. And we'll see where those guys end up later in their careers, maybe next year going forward. We'll see. The Rockets want to rebuild and they did that. For the Nets, had them coming out the East. For me now, it just becomes a thing of us seeing them gel together. uh, Us, Them three being the star players for the Brooklyn Nets and what the pecking order will be. uh, Who will be the primary ball handler, if they will have one. What the rotations will be will Harden want to be more on the floor with KD because we've seen them have success in the past um it just depends and I'm excited to see it um as far as the personal relations and throwing guys under the bus and calling guys out their name and whatever it's not really my place so I just want to see those guys win you know I like Kyrie that's my favorite player KD number two Harden four behind LeBron at three so just want to see these guys win, and uh it'll be interesting to see if Steve Nash can put it together.
0: Ah! <laughs> Carter, winners and losers. Before we talk about the Brooklyn Nets in depth,
4: winners: Cares Levert, and the Pacers. Losers: Rockets. Toss up, Nets, because the Nets don't win this championship, is it wasn't it, you gave up everything, so. And they got a two-year window to do it, so I guess that's cool. But if you don't win it this year, it's really it's gonna really be embarrassing. It's gonna be very clipper-esque. And I don't know how Doc Rivers get fired for the Clippers Fallout, but Steve Nash don't get fired out of the Nets fallout. And they got three of the top 10, 12 players in the NBA. On the
0: planet.
4: Yeah, on the planet.
0: That was quick, close, and concise. I love that. So let's talk oh,
4: about it. Oh, oh, oh I do wanna say um for the Rockets. They can them picks not gonna they probably not gonna draft nobody that's gonna if the, the Nets are never gonna have a record bad enough to where they get somebody to go to them picks. Cleveland's been balling this year, so I can't see them, that at Cleveland pick being it might not even be a lottery pick. Um Houston better flip them picks. And honestly, the person I'm calling is John Wall's old buddy. That's what they should call. Who's his old buddy? Bradley Bill call him, figure it out, Sir, He's not going to
2: Houston.
4: Why are you he not? You're not going to, he's not winning
1: Bill's going to LA. <laughs> he's going to LA. He's
4: on the contract for two years. He don't have no say-so where he go. going. LA don't have no picks to get nobody like that. Mm-hmm. Kyle Kuzma's enough to get Bradley Bill, you think? No, I
1: ain't say that. I don't think so.
4: I ain't say that. That's the only asset that the Lakers have that's that's expendable. KCP not getting yeah. traded. Nope, nobody going to take that contract and what he did. He was... He's valuable to them because they playoff, they championship run. Caruso, maybe. Tucker, like, maybe. They don't yeah. really have nothing. And they need a center. Oh, gosh, they need a center. Um, Because Marcus, I don't have no value either.
0: Yeah, but let's – I mean,
1: is there for what he did for.
0: Before we talk he about – Before we talk about NBA takeaways, though, let's do more in depth about this Brooklyn Nets team. Uh. Some are saying this team is a guaranteed finals win. Some are saying they're a guaranteed finals appearance. Some are saying they might not even make it to the NBA finals. And I'm I'm one of those people that I don't believe they will make it to the NBA finals. I just don't see how this group of guys can come together without no bench death, without a, with an inexperienced head coach, and with not a team that doesn't play – players that don't play defense outside of Kevin Durant, really, to just come out and dominate the uh, East. We saw it last year in the playoffs, the Miami Heat. They won through, through defense, Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo. We saw the Nets, Raptors have – not the Nets, the Celtics and the Raptors have competitive series through defense. And I think unless this team consistently outscores a team in seven games, I don't believe they can do so. I think KD's a – they have no big who can, I don't think, mess with Giannis. I don't think that can mess with Bam if Bam's on that night. So I just don't see how this team could potentially come out. or oh, and B, I forget about Embiid, of course. So I have the Sixers and Bucks still ahead of the Nets to represent the east. That's my opinion. Demar you go ahead. Talk to us, man.
3: End of the day the game comes down to a bucket. But yeah, what if the other team giving you a let's, bucket back? Let's Just let's just look at the past couple finals and see who has been the deciding factor. If if we can if we can just look back to the finals. Hold on, let me get that pulled up. Who won the finals last year? The Lakers. The Lakers. I believe 80, 80 was the difference maker because he continuously was able to drop buckets. So they weren't playing defense in that series? I'm they were playing outstanding. And he, was able to, and, and he was able to hit the tough shots. That's what it comes and down to. And play defense, throw. too, to not and let them score. Defense. They limit them to scoring. Like, what are you saying? You can say that. I'm saying if he didn't well, well, get the well, buckets. Well, what I'm, I'm telling you what's
0: back. They score. scored a bucket, but they I'm also, also played defense and not, not allowed them to score.
3: Golden State Warriors. Yeah. Uh, Toronto Raptors. To me, Fred Van was the difference maker in his ability to hit defense. tough shots. And so the, Nick Nurse then coached him to play defense against Steph?
4: They played, they was boxing State and, State and State won at Steph.
3: Golden State Warriors back to back. To me, Katie was the difference in his ability to hit tough shots. They played the year, before, the year before that. The Mob. The Cavaliers. <laughs> Kyrie Irving in one of the greatest series offensively that I've ever seen. Tough shots after tough shots.
4: You're talking about the Cavs one?
3: That that for me is the difference. Come on, the
4: Cavs won. When the Cavs beat the Warriors, buckets
1: matter. One at a time. Of is matter, team, but, but
4: but when buckets matter, but when you play on a team that's great defensively and not even that good offensively, and they still scoring, then what?
3: You gotta show me that you can outscore them. That's that's what every sport comes down to. Can you score more than me? So we don't no. value so what defense. to what defense the wins championships?
4: of all time. What what happened to defense year? wins championships?
3: That's not there. That's not there. Um agenda the
2: well, were well, the
4: what is offense often sales of tickets right? often sales tickets defense wins championships and next gonna sell tickets you, can, man. Well, you gotta be able, York able to get a stop New know closed right now but all when, right when
0: they, when they open up they'll sell all right derek take it away do you have what do you have the Nets going do you have them as a finals appearance a finals anything less than finals than finals appearance
4: is a bus anything less than a finals appearance is a bus however they may be the best team on paper offensively but defensively they aren't that and I think Doc Rivers team is gonna play defense. I think Brad Stevens team is gonna play defense. And I'm not high on the heat right now, but they're gonna play defense. What about so, Milwaukee? Milwaukee also gonna play defense. As I said, that's, <laughs> it's the same. All this trade really did to me was just clarify the top five teams in the East and we know who gonna come down to. But I feel like it's any given series, if it's another bubble that could be having a big impact on when it comes to the playoffs. That could play on the mental aspect of a lot of them players. So,
1: and Kyrie wouldn't even it, go to the
4: bubble. It's the it's the race of the five, the top. The race of the five. It's the same. It's the five. It's five in the east, and it's really three in it in the west. If you want to make it three, but it's really one. But you know.
0: All right, Jalen, what you got? The Nets as finals winner, finals appearance. Oh, I, oh or... I didn't ask that question. My
4: bad. I had him as a. If everything works out they're their finals they're getting beaten by lakers in six all right or Are you yeah, pick, the conference one. Finals.
0: pick one, pick conference one. Finals
4: pick is fine one. with me but i yeah i'm not, I'm not changing my pick i had Celtics coming out so
0: it's, it's, i hope it's
4: the sixes so yeah i got them as a first a, a finals i mean conference finals mm-hmm. all
0: right Jane, what you got for me what you got the nets going
1: If um well i got them going to the finals i think they'll find a way to uh Hide themselves uh, defensively. Uh, They'll be able to find ways to hide James and Kyrie defensively. Not so much Kyrie, because Kyrie can play defense to a certain degree. But I feel like those guys will make the finals and ultimately they're going to lose in five against the Lakers. I just don't see to where who's going to stop AD, who's going to stop Brown. And also, you got to think about it. These guys are going to defend. At the end of the day, the next best player is KD i mean you put ad on um let's say kd and you put bron on Kyrie. i and, mean and that's,
3: and that's stopping and that's stopping kd
1: yeah and on top of that the lakers are deeper the lakers are deeper
3: like i said i don't know basketball Bro, as much as you so you
1: you got to understand look at what kd had to do in order look at what kd had to do in order to beat lebron he had to go and join a seventy-three and nineteen. He I had to go on.
0: forty on eighty multiple times, multiple
1: times. You talking about when he was on a bad team in New Orleans? Yeah. Of course, he's gonna get. He, of course, he's gonna get forty. But what I'm saying is, key possessions. No one's saying, "Oh, he's gonna hold him to 15. He Said on 80 You ain't
0: guarding.
4: Possessions
0: was I could pull
4: up on three. key possessions. You AD think he dropped all spot. forty on Anthony Davis, bro? Really? Yeah, the Pelicans to put Drew on him, bro. I am I know. They used to put Drew Drew used to literally be, all six, three of them trying to guard KD and getting shot right over. And Drew's an elite defender. But yes, KD can shoot over smaller people. There's no defender that's the same height as and him that really guard him, except LeBron, maybe. LeBron's the only person. And him and in, AD are yeah, around. around him. Right. guard him. So LeBron so is the only person that can guard him.
0: Bro. I'm saying
1: what what KD average right now?
0: 29. All I'm saying well, he can
1: hold, he can hold, he can hold seconds. KD to 24. If KD's
0: gonna make a bucket over AD, what do you think AD's gonna do to KD? Yeah, it was him at the four out of
1: five all game. He's punishing him all game.
0: He's too little. That's why I don't have them going. I think like you're saying in the finals, you have eight. Nobody can stop AD. I'm more concerned. Well, they have no big. Their best big winner is Jeff Green. DeAndre DeAndre is Jordan gonna stop Joel Embiid? Like, huh? Like, what are you guys like talking about? Like, he's got
1: he got too go much show, firepower. Show up,
0: show you he can show up for the moment. Uh, yes, he... he did last year. boy was Ben Simmons out last year? Oh, I believe he was. Okay, next. Okay. Ben losing ben game seven, he was losing game seven off a, a lucky basket. Okay, next. Like, what are you saying? Joe and B shows up. Now, and B shows up. I, I will say this.
1: This year, no what? Know,
0: two years ago when they had Jimmy Butler. Sixers give them, that was two years ago. You know, Last year, there was Ben Simmons yeah. playing? No, he was not.
3: So 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 this Ben Simmons makes them a finals contender off rip.
4: I'm just trying to figure out when yes. they come out. If, if Harden didn't start in lineup, yes. If the starting lineup if, is Kyrie Harden, defense, defense, so, man. what
0: defense the lineup, will the Nets play, DeMond? You can't say nothing. But, but they, or they're just it, gonna make it they gonna shoot a bucket. Oh my god. Oh and be gonna come down, come here. DeAndre Jordan. The starting lineup is
4: Kyrie, Harden, Joe Harris, KD and DeAndre Jordan, that's what it's looking like it's gonna be. How Mm -hmm. does that lineup stop Ben, who can guard Ben Simmons in that lineup? Nobody. Literally. And he playing Mm -hmm. the one. So then you got him at the one, you got, I I don't know, the the Thai bull star at the two.
0: We about to let you go John. We we, we, about to let you go John.
4: Tobias Harris at the three, you got Embiid at the five. It's just I'm, too much. I'm just the sick of people thinking right now, right?
0: I'm just sick of people thinking this is going to work because this is like it's 2K where you get this team on 2K, there's nobody stopping you. This is not 2K. You can't use a fake bid that's going to stop things in the interior paint. You have to have real bigs to be able to compete with these real NBA centers. I don't think the Nets can do that, John. To you, buddy, you've been quiet. I know you're ready to unleash, but talk to us, man. I don't want to unleash because <laughs> I don't, I
2: don't, my I, I feel like y'all y'all disrespecting them. Like, not, not disrespecting. I just feel like y'all, like, it, it's simple, bro. Like, it's it's just, y'all overcomplicating it. It's so simple that they're going to make the finals that y'all think it's not the straightest path. Like, they, they are. Um, and I said they were going to make the finals. Like, here's what y'all they was saying. Gonna lose. John, you thought the same about the Clippers last year. For sure. So here's what y'all are saying, bro. Like, okay, y'all are saying, who's going to stop Who's going to stop them? Who's going to stop them? Who's going to stop them? But then y'all not. Flipping it back to the other side when they get the ball and they get possession. Like when it comes down to it, this is a take care of possession, limit turnover type of game. Like you have to play team ball, you have to have chemistry, and I think that the Nets are going to be able to build that chemistry throughout the season to the point where four months from now they're going to be looking at a we're going to be looking at a vastly different team. It's like, not going to be the same team that we're looking at right now. If they lose a few games, okay, cool, that's part of the learning curve. But when you get down to April May. And this team is vaguely different, not vaguely, but very, very different. Like, we're going to be like, oh, okay. Now it seems like they're in the prime position to win the finals. I mean, I don't know if they're going to win the finals because I still think LeBron is the greatest player in the world. And I still think the Lakers are the best team in the NBA still, even with Harden going to the Nets. But I do believe that the Nets will make it. Like, that's just my whole heart of the A lot of teams in the Eastern Conference now, you know they're in, they're in a threading position a threatening position cuz of Hardin. it's just really as simple as that Hardin has to get in shape though i mean he can't keep up that extra 60 50 pounds he done picked up and then expect to go to the finals he has to get in shape he has to definitely buy into the net system and if all those factors play out the way they're supposed to then they will be in the finals i got
0: a question for you john uh, um we know this team had egos before James Harden arrived there with Kyrie and Katie both dislike the media strongly, both uh, just want to hoop, both now just want just to go out there and play basketball or handle things differently on a different time. With the addition of Harden, who also has a big ego, who uh, he says he wants to win a championship, but his style of play doesn't reflect that. Do You, you don't think their egos will be their ultimate downfall in the postseason? Um. I mean,
2: it could either be something that hurts them or something that helps them. Having a real big ego allows you to have a certain level of confidence that no other player shows. And while it can be a damning thing, it can also be a blessing to have multiple personalities and people who aren't afraid to live up to the moments. And I think that, like I said, if they find a consistent consistent way of winning basketball games that works for them, then it's going to carry on to the postseason. They got to pick up momentum. They got to, you know, win about four or five, six straight games to start getting hot. And once that happens, it's, it's going to be hard to stop this like, I'm, I'm just saying, when this Brooklyn Nets team get hot, it may be a month from now, six weeks from now. But when they get hot, it's, I don't see them slowing down momentum so much that they don't go to the finals. Um, I get what y'all saying. Yes, they, they do struggle on defense through 13 games. Only three times have an opponent not scored 100 points um so they definitely are vulnerable on on the defensive side but I mean it's a new NBA it's it's definitely more high scoring this year uh there's definitely more points in the NBA this season than any other season before so I mean through the first 15 games so I think like like it comes down to scoring buckets like I I just feel like they're going to be able to outscore their opponents um enough times in the series to advance so I
1: just like I feel where y'all coming from, and I understand. But, like, you got to understand, bro, like, there have been so many teams who have won championships off of defense or made finals appearances just off of defense alone. Like, the 2000 Lakers, they played defense but also could score. You had the Golden State Warriors, when they won, they could score and play defense. When the Cavs won, they could score and play defense. You can't just – I've never seen a team just be so heavily offensively gifted and be so docile on the defensive end and win a title. I haven't seen it. You even had, what was that, the 2004 Pistons? They won all defense. Their best player was who? Rip Hamilton? Chauncey Billups? Take your pick. So what I'm saying is don't discount, like, the defensive end because that actually does, like, count at the end of the day. If it's a tight <laughs> ball game, because we know the Lakers can score with anybody. So if it comes down to one possession and all they got to do is get a stop. I mean, can Brooklyn get a stop? No, uh-huh. I haven't seen it yet.
2: I do think they can. Um,
4: Hardin- Also, I was about to say one more thing while I'm interrupt, but we've seen them miss the shot that he said LeBron couldn't hit both Thank of them. You. Can you
1: so, hold him
0: accountable on that, DeMond, at least? That was one game. No, that was two games. I've seen it twice. I've seen it twice, John. Yeah. But you can, you can just uh, say your, it, your rebuttal. The point is, yeah.
4: shots aren't. Some, sometimes your shot not going to fall. It's like, you know, they're going to hit more than most people, but sometimes it's not going to fall. And we've seen Harden when they don't fall. So I'm not, he, he he's not the savior. He just makes them the favorite. I don't think he's saving them. I think to be honest, the Nets last night without anybody and just KD looked great to me. I was like, dang, like,
0: exactly. you, I'll be it was great.
4: The Knicks have been playing great, though. The Knicks and they've they made them look less, huh? They forget
1: now? it's only one basketball. <laughs> oh,
4: that's what, <laughs> I'm and really that's, that. I'm, that's what my issue is with them because I don't have a problem with Harden. I don't really, I don't have no dislike for Harden. I don't really have this life for Kyrie or KD at this point in my life either. You know, we I'm, we older now. When I was when he left and I was early in college, I was mad. But now, nah, as a grown man, it's like I get it. But uh, that whole ISO ball thing that that Harden loves, which the only person that can play off the ball at a high elite level to me is KD. Kyrie did it with LeBron, but that's not really his game. That's why he didn't want to play with LeBron for real because he was like, "Damn, like you got the ball more right. than me. I'm just." Catching and shooting. Okay. And what happens so if he won
0: like, a
4: championship? Kyrie, I'm like, Kyrie could dribble, dribble, dribble. Shake some people, kick. KD gonna catch it. KD gonna pump and he, and shoot over you. Pump and drive, or just shoot it straight up. Like, he, he, gonna, he, gonna, he gonna catch it and shoot, straight up. He don't really have to do nothing. He don't have you no know, dribble moves. He just, he can take his shots. He gonna take his looks. So now we got two people that do the exact same thing. but Because Kyrie Harder Harden play the same to me. Kyrie just more finesse and Kyrie could finish better. Well, no, that's not even true because Harden could do the Euro. So it's like they do this; they literally do everything pretty much the same, but just in a different way. So now it's like I think it comes down. Harden to come off Andrew. the bench now. If he come off the bench,
0: that's not happening. That's not happening.
4: I don't think he's coming off the that
0: bench not not at all. All they ego, all their egos. Both Kyrie, KD, and Harden's egos are too big to come off the bench. Plus, the money they are y'all getting paid garners. Never come. It is and, try,
1: and trying to. And trying to tell Kyrie, hey, you need to play off the ball, it's not gonna happen. Just like when they was in practice, bro. And Twin no, hey, So I don't think you need to get so-and-so I don't, involved.
0: I don't think he he won't do it. I just think if KD can communicate, because I think KD, I think KD is the most valuable piece to all this happening. I think if KD is able to communicate effectively to both Kyrie and to Harden to potentially change up your games, this is the way we win. I think it's they can they can do it. I just, KD had to take that leadership role. When he went to Golden State, he wasn't. I never seen him as he wasn't the leader. He
3: didn't really
0: care. Didn't like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. He was the. He was like, I just come to put non-confrontational, cool. really, and that's why I him and finally got into it. Yes. That's breaking point. Yeah, be harder than Kyrie
1: doing this, buttonhead.
0: Yeah, that's what I say. Because if KD just like becomes the leader of this team and says you need to do this or you need to do that, then that's the best we can win. Then I can see this team going to the finals. But if KD just like. You know, based on his media comments or things he's doing on the court, you know, I, I just hear the hoop. Uh, then I don't think this team will win. You, I think Katie has to be the aggressor to communicate to both Harden and Kyrie how to not how to play, but like change up their game a little bit so they can be conducive to winning. And I think that's why Katie, if Katie is the reason this team will win. Like it's all on him. That's him. That's my opinion. Katie has to be effective on the court and he has to be effective off the court to communicate to those guys to buy into the system that Nash is trying to create. John, we yeah. me cut you off long enough, but what do you have to say?
2: I was going to say, uh, lastly, like some teams have a defensive identity and that drives their offense. And some teams thrive off their defense creating offense. But this is a team where it's going to be reversed, where their offense is going to create defense, where teams are not going to be able to match the level of shot making that they're going to produce. And they're going to fall into a trend of frustration, emotions. And, mm-hmm. and I will say this, a lot of NBA teams do a good job of staying composed Uh, more and more. I think that the NBA like just the IQ of the NBA started to develop more and more. So we don't see as many mistakes as we used to. But I do think that having Harden, KD, and Kyrie like that's going to be frustrating when you get I believe second chance points and they're scoring and as an you know other opponent you're trying to match the level of offensive playmaking that the Nets are going to do. And I feel like other teams are not going to be able to do that and the Nets are going to thrive and get you know those rebounds and, and run and transition. Similar to how the Warriors were able to build such a good defensive presence is because their offense was that great. And the ball movement on the offensive side was that great as well. The teams just really couldn't keep up um, in trying to replicate and win games. So I feel like if the offense of the Nets is booming, that's gonna help their defense, like, right? And that's gonna be how they grow on the defensive side as well by playing good offense
0: uh the mind your remarks but you've been quiet a long time i know you a lot to sit and think on
3: Ah, uh, you guys are you know you guys got it i mean guess we'll see right
4: that's all it come down to is seeing. yeah I don't,
0: I don't <laughs> <right>. <laughs> that's all it comes down to I'm four five months we'll
3: see you, you gotta know. wait and see you know it's a lot it's a
0: lot. We gotta see how it all planned out. Four, five months for the playoffs. So it's all speculation of our pens, so it don't matter. It don't matter. You gotta wait and see, it don't matter. But we can't reveal our, our biggest NBA takeaways when we fought NBA basketball if anybody's ready. Oh go, JB.
1: My biggest takeaways are COVID is Need to be contained within the league right now. A lot of games being postponed. Very upset about this. Um, but talent-wise, you know, um, Washington still trying to find their identity. I think the uh, Brooklyn Nets, um, not really sure. It's kind of early. So their woes will I feel like they'll figure it out towards midseason and get things rolling. Um, Milwaukee has been. Milwaukee has been playing really well.
3: Um, Heat
1: has been playing really terrible. And I just really love, like, how Joel is really seizing the moment and actually stepping up and being a player that I always knew he could be. He's playing like the best player in the league, true MVP on both ends of the floor. And they're being rewarded for it with that top seed. So, I mean, you always got the Celtics as well. Um, JB and Tatum. Them boys is really some dogs. Uh, hopefully the Celtics. I wanted. I always wanted to pick them to always come out the East, but I feel as if they just get too inconsistent toward when it's when it matters. So we'll see if they can have me be wrong on that pick um, towards the end of the season. But those are my takeaways. And in the West, man, it's just like it's Bron, Lakers, AD. No one over there is really impressive, except for the uh, Portland Trailblazers. You know what I'm saying? Shout out Dane. You know that boy be killing every single night. And whoever that reporter is that said that Russ and Bill was a better backcourt is sleep.
0: And I'm gonna just leave it at that. Gotcha. Anybody ready? Ready? Anybody ready? Anybody ready? Demian, it's on you.
3: Um. A lot of people, when we did our preseason picks, talked about the Jazz, and the Jazz sit right now is the third seed. It's tied for the third seed at 7-4. and When I watched them, they still look like the same team, playing hard defense every night. Donovan is the bucket. Rudy Gobert is going to do his thing inside. He did get embarrassed a couple games. He got embarrassed against Jared Allen and stuff like that. So, But, I mean, they win games. Um, so they just look consistent to me. Phoenix, when I've watched them, they just look like a cleaner basketball team. Shout out Chris Paul and Monty Williams and those guys. I really like the the Suns. Uh, Stephen Curry dropping threes on guys' heads, and the the Warriors sit at six and five. They play the Nuggets tonight. Nuggets are five and six, who haven't really looked that good as I thought they would. And I had them, I believe, as my two seeds. So um, if the Nuggets, if the Warriors pull out this one tonight, I mean, I'd be impressed as well. They just. I mean, they're finding a way. So got to give the hats off to them for the Eastern Conference. The Celtics sit at number one, seven and three. I think JB and uh, Jason Tatum could be as good as any one-two punch in the league, including LeBron and AD, including uh, Paul J Kawhi. I just think when one is off the floor, the other one thrives. But at the end of the game, when they put the ball in Tatum's hands, I mean, he's been coming through. So I, I just think uh, their one-two punch in the – addition to the supporting pieces they have, they are contenders. Um, Mike Jalen alluded to, you know the uh, 76ers and B got to give him his credit. Doc Rivers is bringing the most out of him. The bucks, I mean they're eight and four and then at times they looked really good, shot the ball better than I thought they could. So I mean, <clears throat> I still have the nets coming out, but you know it's good to see basketball back in this capacity. And uh, I will say you can definitely tell the difference between, you know, the arena and the bubble. And um, if COVID doesn't get, you know, under control, it'll be interesting to see how these players will make that change again. But hopefully that isn't the case. Uh, John. Um,
2: Yeah. So I want to start with the Nuggets because I know Daman said, I, I also had them in my top three. Uh, And I still think they will be top three, but this team has not had all their players at any point this season. I mean, MPJ has literally, he has COVID. Like, so, uh, you know, we wish a speedy recovery for MPJ, but he was averaging 29 points a game um, before he went out. And that's, that's missing. So them not having MPJ right now is is very huge. Uh, But when he returns, I expect the Nuggets to still be a great basketball team. I expect them to make the playoffs. Obviously, when we picked before, I said the Rockets as my AC, but also um, preface that with Harden being there to get them to AC, I just thought he'd be there. But obviously, him being traded, um, I, I said that if the, he got traded in Portland would make it. So I, I, I think right now the Western Conference looks exactly the way I, I thought it would look. Um, there's no real surprises anywhere. Like it looks pretty much the same as it did last year, with just the Suns being in. Uh, and the Nuggets being on the outside. I mean, the Spurs look good this year. Uh, Shout out to the Spurs. Shout out to Greg Popovich. They're doing a good job this year, using all of their talent wisely and nicely. So you got to wonder if the Spurs are going to be that eighth seed, maybe seventh seed uh, moving forward. Uh, The Western Conference looks set. LeBron looks good. AD looks good. Uh, The Lakers are the number one defensive team in the league. So that's that's what's up. Uh, As far as the Eastern Conference goes, the Celtics haven't played in a week. They haven't played in like seven or eight days. So through their first 10 games, yeah, Going seven and three is impressive. However, they haven't played in a while. So you gotta wonder how that's gonna impact them moving forward Uh, and also like if they're able to continue to pick up on that energy that they had before most of their players ended up going through those COVID protocols. Uh, And as Jalen said, that has been a key takeaway like COVID is very much real. The NBA is not immune despite having a very successful bubble last year. Um, And I think that the, the tougher protocols that they announced on Monday is a little wild. Uh, kind of try to control them in their life and, you know, say that they can't leave and can't have family members or uh, guests in the hotels. I mean, think it's, it's a little bit crazy, but hopefully the players are able to thug it out and manage. Um, I know the G league is going to the bubble in a couple of weeks. So shout out to those players. Um, but yeah, the Bulls are going to still make the offs. I know right now they are on the outside looking in, but they are, they, they're number, they're like top five in offensive efficiency. The problem is they're 31st in, overall defense. Uh, so, you know, that's, that's causing a concern, but you look at their last few games, they've been in the West coast. They played the Clippers lost by three played the Lakers lost by two played the Kings lost by three was down to the Blazers last week by 20 came back and won. um, lost off a buzzer beater to the Warriors. So they, I like how the Bulls are playing this year. I think Billy Donovan has made a legit change in that, Organization and I, I think that they're going to be good enough to still make the postseason. Um, right now, like I said, they're on the outside looking in, but with the Thunder coming up, the Mavericks coming up, a Rocket scene coming up, I, I see them winning a few games and going to the postseason. I mean, you can look at me like that, but every time I said I was gonna make the Western Conference, is literally in right now. So. Talk to them, John. I can I tell I, what you were gonna I, say, I wanted
1: to ask you a question. About you, you, a question. <laughs> you said, Offensively, y'all are what top five. And offensively. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and defensively, y'all are where? 31st.
2: Mm, okay. Only 30 teams. <laughs> oh, my fault. My fault. My fault. 29th, man. I'm thinking about football. My fault. You good, you're
1: good. you good. Oh,
2: man.
1: All, right. about say, all that matters was a bucket. <laughs> you know,
2: Getting bro, buckets we, we have a James Harden or KD on our team? Bro, who is this exactly. kid, Bro, bro yeah, what are you I didn't about? say that. I didn't say that, but you can be oh, better. Zach You mean I use for the Bulls and the Nets as a reason as to why do
0: not even make sense, bro. You got
2: better
3: than No, you see it, time, Seattle. Time, that, boy, time. that boy hit 10 threes, dropped 45 on the Clippers in the L, but shit, y'all all-star this year. Yes, sir. Hey, before I let you go, Derek, I just got one big takeaway. Uh,
0: LaMelo Ball, my rookie of the year candidate, know. has been playing like a rookie of the year. So far through before before uh through January 13 through January 13 games, Lamelo Ball is third in points per game with rookies with 11 11.7. He leads to all rookies with assists with 5.9. Shockingly, he leads all rookies in rebounds with seven rebounds. James Wiseman, James Wiseman second with 6.4, and Lamelo leads all rookies in steals per game with 1.5. He has been playing stellar. He was the youngest player to ever record a triple double. And look like the rookie of the year award is, will be in the ball household in Chino Hills or wherever they reside. And that's the way it's looking through these first four weeks of basketball. Cut Carter, your takeaways before we move on off of basketball.
2: Before you, before you go, Derek, I just want to add on to your point, Bruiser. I do think that this is one. This is a really good rookie class, and all the rookies are having a pretty solid year. Tyrese, James Wiseman, uh, Obi Tabak come back. I expect them to go off. Killian Hayes is hurt. Uh, Patrick Williams is having a good year. Bashar from Celtics is having a good year. Sam Vessel from the Spurs is having a good year. Uh, Danny Abadija, I mean, the, the Wizards are just trash, but I think he's in a bad situation. But most of the rookies that got drafted this year, they're, they're really making a name for themselves. So uh, shout out to most of the general managers who did a good job of drafting those talents. C- Carter? Whew.
4: So NBA takeaways. I... I- my Pelicans, we've been hit by the, well, we got hit by the little COVID bug. They suspected, but Zion actually just, he didn't have it. He got tested again, so he'll be back. Um, They canceled our game Monday against the Mavericks because of COVID. I didn't really like that. I wanted to see how we kind of faced up against them. Um, Nikhil Alexander last night dropped 37 points, career high, and 7-8 a seven, a seven, rebounds on the Clippers. He was actually our only offense last night, for real, him and Brandon Ingram. Uh, I was glad win? we drafted him the first round last year. Hmm?
1: Did y'all win? Obviously not,
4: Zion, Zion, Lonzo, and Eric Blessow didn't play. Any other questions? Just All right, thank sorry. you. you can um, yeah, so he started, actually. That was his second career start, and then his second career start. He started once last season, even once this year. Stan Van Gundy said he was excited to see what he do. Uh, We drafted him first round, I think he was 12th pick um, out of Virginia Tech, so that was good to see him hoop and uh get his, get his shine on. And he changed his number this year to six because he's uh, from Canada and actually related to Shea Alexander, Shea Gills is Alexander. Um, who else I want to talk about? Josh Harbin getting a lot of rebounds. Um, Steven Adams is actually really, really good. That was one of the first you games know I really just sat down and watched a lot of the Pelicans. You
0: know that? Obviously I knew he was getting rebounds. Oh, I'm I saying he's still good I could have told you, I could've, I could've
4: told um, you that. <laughs> I do, I love that B.I. has the green light, but I do think he, he is kind of a ball hog right now. He got to find a way to be efficient Cause he, a lot of the times, I felt like he was just jacking it, and you could tell like all the plays were designed for him. I'm like, all right, I'm all for your best player getting the most shots, but uh, sometimes you could be a little more uh humble or less selfish. I guess. Is he really um,
2: their
1: best player though? Yes, I think it's Zion. No.
3: Next topic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was had, excited.
4: Chris. Chris Porzingis came Wait, back think- last night. He's on my fantasy team. I drafted him in like six rounds, so I was excited to see him come back. Um, he dropped fourteen point six rebounds. Uh, the Warriors. I may I may owe them apologies soon. I may owe Jalen some money soon. But they. They looking. Uh, <laughs> they looking pretty. Pretty decent right now. Chris, please. Uh, I heard John talk about Max. He was in a similar situation to uh, Nikhil Alexander. They didn't have a lot of players available, so he. Uh, he dropped a lot of points in his first start with the Sixers. I think it was on the Hawks at. at uh, that was Monday night, I think. Yeah, Maxi uh, dropped thirty something That's a good look for him and good for his confidence. I was surprised. I honestly thought he was gonna be in the trade to get Harden if the Sixers got him, cause he looked like he looked like he could potentially be that type of player. Like he could be a, a good per, a good player eventually. Tyrese Halliburton, balling as far as rookies go. Um, in the East, Hawks are getting it together. Some for some reason it seems like without um without uh your boy. Without um, he heard his he hurt his knee. Without him, they seem better. Actually, um, I felt like the Hawks tried to go.
2: They, um, they need to go back too. That's gonna help them facilitate the second unit. He been out for the last like few games. That's why they yeah.
4: Losing. I feel like with, with the Hawks, they tried to d- stack the deck on free agency when they really didn't need to, like bringing in Gallinari and uh, Bogdanovich. I felt like they just trying to go overboard. I felt like the Hawks already had a good core. They just were young, so why not? I guess you got to bring in some people, but I don't think you should have over. I wouldn't have put none of them on no big big time deals or max deals. I don't think it was worth it. Well, that's the NBA, um, boy. You got
0: to overpay.
4: I know, but the Hawks, Hawks could have just signed a bunch of younger. They could have signed some more young talent or just old veterans that are just trying to get some burn, like Rondo. Rondo not making crazy bread, but I feel like Gallinari and Bogdanovich really don't pick the culture of the Hawks. That's just me, though. Um, Celtics hit by COVID hard, like John said. A lot of game time missed. Um, Tyler Heros found it. He didn't have it. He didn't find it at first, but he found it. He didn't find it. He been uh he dropped thirty or so the other day, and then came back and dropped another thirty piece. Uh, they lost. I can't thank to the Sixers, but he 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 getting his contribution in now. So there's nothing you can really say bad about him right now. I knew I knew he would probably get it going eventually. So that was good. And last but not least, um, like Bruce said, Lamelo. Almost had a triple-double, came a rebound short against the Pelicans, against Lonzo, playing against his brother, and then got it again the next game. And then the other night, he uh, had, I think, nine rebounds, five assists. I think the main thing for him is to figure out how to score. If he figure out how to score, it's – sky is limitless. We know he could pass. We know he he clearly could get boards. So uh, once he find it, he's going to have it. And Wiseman, Wiseman is a disappointment for me right now. I wanted to say that too. A Warriors, I mean, you don't, he don't or play that many. you don't You don't do that much to me. I just think, but I, I think you don't have to right now. He's still learning.
2: They don't. He only plays he's not eighteen. Not involved.
4: That's what I say. He's just, he's just there. But it's okay. The, the Warriors is so, never really involved. So he does a lot
2: in those eighteen. Think about that though. That every
4: I'm talking about like it's just like he just get rebounds and play, I mean, die?
2: like the NBA. I, I don't know if it's a protocol, but like, you see Ant-Man not even starting right now, which I think is ridiculous because it's some other dude. And I'm like, bro, why are you not starting? Like, you know what I'm <laughs> saying? But I think the, the lack of the um, summer league and preseason, they don't want these players to play extensive minutes and get hurt. And I don't think – I think they're easing. I think Ant-Man will start eventually this year. I think Wiseman's minutes will increase. But, you know, they I think they're still playing it extremely healthy until they would have reached the minutes of a summer league and then once they feel like they're acclimated to game speed, you know, they'll start to get their minutes back up. Uh, I see what you're saying about James Watson. They do try to get him involved, but.
4: It's like he not, yeah, it's just like he not there yet. But I, And I think sitting out a whole season will do that to you, too.
2: Yeah, so, yeah, no, right. He didn't play that many games in college. He, really,
4: he didn't, he missed the whole, well, he played one game, sat out. Yeah, one game. OG league yeah. in covid so he don't he's like I feel like he might be behind
2: in his development a little bit. That's okay.
4: You know, it's he on the right team for it.
2: I mean he got a jumper and he can he's yeah he, he the right
4: jumper. organization to get right. He, and he still he still got frame to build out and stuff like that's the thing about big men like if you're not coming in with an NBA body already, it's gonna take like a little minute to you really like at your full potential. Like Jonathan Allen really didn't get no burn like that too much. He was he was big, but he wasn't like fully there. And now this season you see how he look and you see like even Jackson Hayes kind of filled out a little bit more too. Anthony Davis was,
2: and Wendell super small. Wendell was small too. Wendell was super small. Now he getting big. Same with Laurie Marketing.
4: That's yeah, just how it is.
2: Like I mean, they're drafting these boys in nineteen. Not into they're NBA big. body yet. And, yes. and
4: then they think about it, a lot of them kids be 18, 19, 20. 19, you know what I'm saying? So you're not yeah. even. You know you got a whole <laughs> different level of life to hit for you get to. Like together. Dwight Howard too. Yeah. Like, that's what it is. So that's my takeaways. I'm I'm done.
0: All right, all right. Are you guys ready to discuss some NFL football games? Yes,
4: sir.
1: I've been waiting on news.
0: Before we, hey, can
1: you start with DeMond first?
0: Before we predict the NFL division round weekend, uh, we want to do an NFL wild card recap. Uh, DeMond, do you want to start off with your Rams and Seahawks game, or do you want to go by game
3: by game so you can build enough uh, endurance for
0: Jalen's uh, trash
3: talking? Let me go ahead and get, get my piece out the way. Jalen, you want to start? Our
1: go ahead. Rams, no, I, 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 I want to hear what you have to say.
3: Well,
0: um, Wait, but before you go, John, uh, DeMond, my bad. I didn't mean to cut you off. Uh, the Rams defeated the Seahawks 30-20 to 20 on Super Wild Card weekend on Saturday. DeMond, take it away.
3: Um, Very frustrating into the season for my Seattle Seahawks. Um, watching the game, I, never, I didn't feel any excitement. I knew what type of game this was going to be. I just felt um in the fourth quarter, Russ was gonna be able to make it happen. And uh the the script of the game was not I, what you would want it for a Seahawks fan. Um, even after the pick six coming back and throwing the touchdown to DK, it was 13 of 10. Uh, but the defense broke. Cam Akers had his best game of his young career and when they needed it most. And um, that defense is elite. There's no ifs and nuts, if, ands or buts about it. And um, I mean, we just lost the game. Uh, I felt like the Rams came, they played, they uh, showed why, you know, I believe they were – the defense was always going to play that way. After the the uh, game-clinching, division-clinching drive that Russ went on in Week 16, they were going to come back pissed off. And they, and they did that, Aaron Donald with two sacks. Jalen Ramsey did not – was on DK Metcalf, and we know how locked down he's been. And – um just the disappointment into the season for my Seahawks uh, post game thoughts. I think the Rams do have a chance to beat the Packers this week. I've talked all the week, all year about the Packers is not facing a physical challenge and you can't get more physical than this on the defensive side of the ball in the league right now. So we'll see how they respond to that. And Cam Akers is going to get 20, 25 carries in this game. And I believe that's a recipe for success. That opens up some things for in the past game for Jared Goff, but gonna be cold and uh we'll see how he reacts to getting hit if he gets hit and many different things for them but for my Seahawks man uh we fired uh offensive coordinator uh Brian Schottenheimer and I believe the things that held him back were too high safety looks his response to that and Pete Carroll's unwillingness to let him be free so now Russ gave his uh his post game he waited a couple. Couple of weeks gave his end of the season presser, and today he talked about how um, you know pressure. He this is a quote that he said from there. Pressure is a privilege. We got to put our foot down on the gas, no matter how we do it. I think we should score twenty four points before the half. Get ahead. We can do that. No more, No matter how we do it, let's go win. Let's start early. So the philosophy is what some people have been talking about is Pete Carroll, and he came out and said in his end of season presser that he wanted to get the run game going uh Chris Carson's contract is up uh we really don't have a lot as far as money draft picks with the trade of Jamal Adams so it's a lot that goes into improving we still have a lot of good pieces and um it'll be interesting to see how they put it together who they want to bring in I've heard um many different people um they want to get the 49ers run game coordinator they want to be able to do things starting with the run and open up. And I, and I I like that strategy because not that it was a lot of pressure on Russ, but the run game was more non-existent this year than it has ever been for the Seahawks, except for the year that they didn't make the playoffs. Um, and Russ was the lead in rusher. So a lot is going into the season to see what they could do. Maybe Travis Etienne or Najee Harris slip in the draft. We trade up. It depends. It It remains to be seen what's going to happen, but, this team, as it is right now, they've got to make some changes. Uh, it's going to start with the offensive coordinator, and we'll see where it goes. But definitely a disappointing season's end for my Seahawks.
0: I had a question, but you answered it for me. Jalen, what is your question? Because I know you got one.
1: I didn't have anything, man. Just Super Bowl or busts. i not really worried about nobody else, no kidding. I just remember everything he was saying.
3: Hmm.
2: Oh,
1: you know, just I try to tell people, man, it's like – I don't want to listen, but you know, y'all had a great season. Man, I had 12 wins on the season, so you know, there's a lot to be happy about with that. You won the division as well, so congrats on that. But you know, defense and being able to run the ball, you gotta have it. Now, moving on. How old are you? What does my age have to do with the podcast
3: and and the? Answer the question. How old are you?
1: I prefer to not reveal those such (laughs) things.
3: Yeah, boy. Do you realize your team is in the playoffs for the first time in 15 years?
1: Yeah, since 07, we have a playoff one. Do y'all have a playoff one? Because we're playing in a divisional this week. Are you guys? I didn't think so.
0: Yeah. We're going to predict the divisional round soon, so we can hold off on that fire. Let's talk about another super wildcard match that we ended. The Buffalo Bills defeated the Indapolis Colts by only three points, 27-24. Uh, my biggest takeaway from that game, we don't got to go around the table unless we have to. Uh, the Colts are set up for uh, success. I love their defense. I love their special team. Shout out George Odom, uh, first team all pro for special teamer. Uh, I just think this team, they had a great run game of Jonathan Taylor, uh, upcoming star receiver and Michael Pittman. I just think this team needs a quarterback to succeed. I think Phillip Rivers, lack of mobility, killed them on that final drive. I think if they had a quarterback with a great mobility and a killer mentality, I think they would have potentially got a field goal range and tie the game or maybe even won the game if they had a mobile quarterback with that killer instinct. But if you're Frank Wright, you got to be happy, have to be uh, ecstatic about how your team played, made the playoffs. And it was – I've had 11 wins, so it's vast improvements and – when you find that quarterback, I think that's when you can say this team is a conference championship contender, definitely, maybe not a Super Bowl threat. Anybody else have takeaways from the Colts-Bills matchup, or we can move on?
3: I definitely think that Josh Allen, um, if I could put in my early MVP votes for next year, would go towards Josh Allen. Based off all the pieces they have coming back, he has two all-pro receivers. Uh, head coach that believes in him, I don't know what they're – I believe uh, – can't remember off the top of my head. Their offense coordinator will likely be a head coach somewhere. Brian Dable. Yeah. So, um, I really like Buffalo, and I think that the Colts, like you said, are a quarterback away. It'll be interesting to see um, what Frank Wright does and who he wants to be the guy going forward. Um, but it's such a tra- it's such a disappointment that Andrew Luck didn't have this team. Man, talk about but- it. We're not gonna we're not gonna do it, Talk but I going to have Michael Pittman and Jonathan Taylor and Frank Wright and guys yep. who believe and then play.
0: John, what's
2: your takeaways, man? Um, I mean, yeah, I, I picked the Colts to win this game. Uh, it came down to a last possession. Uh you know, it was a it was a hell of a game. My my thing was Josh Allen would have to like have a okay game for the coast to win. And that wasn't the case. He had a great game, um, like just terrific all around, knowing that their run game isn't the best in the playoffs, like not by far, but just relying on their offense, relying on his all pro receivers, relying on Stefan Diggs, um, who has been just sensational this year. Um, and the defense is good. Like Jordan Boyer, Micah Hyde, like Jermaine Evans, they, they have a, a defense as well. So yeah. I I was – I don't know what what show said this, but they were trying to evaluate the most vulnerable number one seed and trying to figure out if it was the Chiefs or the Packers. Uh, I think the most vulnerable team is the Packers. But, you know, I don't know. The the Bills could go next week and and make some noise um, and then get to the conference championship, and we'll be looking at a few upsets. So, I I think, you know, just now – I got them going to the conference ship and, you know, hopefully they they can can Mm -hmm. run this week against Lamar
0: you got a takeaway, JB?
1: No takeaways, man, for me.
0: All right. I'm we're ready on. for the next one. We'll move on to your Tampa Bay Buccaneer. Oh, Derek, you got one? Nope. We'll move on to your um, tem- on the- What? You said from the Seahawks? Nah, nah, we was on the Bills calls. We did the Seahawks Already.
4: Oh. Um, I was I'll just make sure. Um nah, I don't have no, I
0: don't have no. All right. We move on to the Sunday night matchup on that Saturday. A super Wild Card Weekend as the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defeated the Washington Football Team 31 23 gave Brady and them boys a little scared with backup quarterback AAF quarterback Taylor Haneke was going in having monster plays almost put off the upset. I'll start with you, JB. What's your biggest takeaway?
1: He wasn't on a scouting report. Just know that.
0: So what I, my takeaways is
1: we I feel as if we finally fixed our pass rush issues which um, will help us in a divisional this week. But we protected way better. Um, left Gronk in to block, you know, had to run the running backs chipping, uh, extra offensive linemen doing what we needed to do to give Brady some time. So, really like what I saw. Uh, Washington has an elite defense, um, very elite. It's their offense that's piss poor. Um, so, I like – we put up 31 on a very elite defense, so I'm fairly confident that, uh, you know, we're going to this divisional round uh, this week and make some noise. Be the team that, uh, you know, thinks they got the one up on us, but... You know, first off, two, two, two up. Two up. Let them know yeah.
0: tomorrow. Talk uh, I just, I just I to them. I just wanted, to
3: correct, times, I just wanted to, to correct you. I
0: just wanted to, to correct
1: you. I've been there three times. That's what I'm saying.
0: My biggest takeaway was... Uh, I think my biggest takeaway was... Tampa Bay finally getting the boys involved. Brady looking sharp in the pocket, getting Brown, AB, I mean, Brown, Evans, and Godwin involved, Cameron Brady involved. I feel coming into, but, but we're not even there that at the division round predictions yet, but I just feel y'all offense should not be a problem this week. I feel that if that, y'all were letting Taylor Heineke put up points and yards on y'all, if you let an inexperienced quarterback do that to y'all, what do you think Drew Brees is going to do? Not to not to uh, go ahead and I already try to predict our game, but may see a potential shootout in the making. That's just my personal opinion. But uh the Washington ball, go get a quarterback. Uh Smith is not the future. Heineke is not the future. It was fun for a game, but I went came back to earth. Go get go get that quarterback.
3: Chase Young is the future. Jesus. Chase Young that's a Yeah, Chase that's Young. a monster. That's, oh yeah,
0: De'Aaron D- D- Payne went off that game too. Uh He was a monster in the interior. Man, yeah. They. Their, their D line is like unreal, bro. Like, oh my god! Yeah, y'all boys got yeah. any takeaways before we go up to the Sunday slate? Mm-mm. All right, all right, all right. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens defeated the Tennessee Titans on the road, twenty to thirteen. Lamar Jackson finally got a playoff win. My biggest takeaway is Jackson. I love rivalries. I love rivalries. I love when Marcus Peters got the interception and, and the whole defense came and stumped on their logo. And I love Lamar Jackson not shaking a Titans' hand. It's real beef, real bad blood, and I love it. I love it. I live for these moments, and I'm glad the Ravens want to continue this rivalry into next season if they do indeed play. Anybody else can go with their takeaways. I
3: agree. I think it was important to see Lamar make those necessary moves in the pockets on third downs when they were down 10-0, and you start to think about the weapons that they have on the outside or lack thereof, and they got it done. I mean, all people do is hate on Lamar. They talked about how he can't win the game, throwing the ball, how he can only run, but he rushes for more yards than Derrick Henry and throws for more than Ryan Tannehill. You can't ask for more from the reigning MVP. Let's put some respect on his name, and I would like to see him go to Buffalo and beat this team. For me, I mean, it's already been a... He went 14-2 and was the number one seed and won MVP last year, and I'm more impressed this year of what I've seen. So... Pass off to Lamar and the Ravens. Uh, they turned their season around after COVID and uh, guys talking about them. I would still like to see them add an outside weapon in the offseason. But I think they've done more than they needed to this year. But to me, I mean, it's worth noting that Patrick Mahomes won a Super Bowl a year after winning his MVP. So don't Talk sleep about on Lamar.
0: It. Talk don't about sleep it. On- He'll demand that same bag Mahomes offering if he goes and win that Super Bowl. So, yep. Uh, Any takeaways from y'all King, the best running back in football, King Henry? Any, and nope,
3: Anybody? I mean, I'll go since, you know, I boosted him. I mean, <laughs> in, my, in my lifetime, and I've been watching football since old enough to process it, since I would say about 2006, I've never, ever seen nine guys at the line of scrimmage, ever. The Ravens were not going to let him beat them, and that's what it was predicated on. If there was a play action, there was a guy on the line who was assigned to Derrick Henry, and if Derrick Henry was coming in blocking, they were sending him. Ryan Tannehill did not have time, and that's already bad enough when you're under pressure and you got to throw Marcus Peters or Marlon Humphreys' way to all pro corners. I mean, it, it, it was not predicated for them to come out and get that win. And uh, the Ravens' defense is, is like that. So I want to give a hats off to them guys for coming out and shutting out Derrick Henry after one of the best postseason performances we saw last year. It, I'm impressed by the defense, and I think they have enough to make this Super Bowl run.
0: I Yuri. Uh, any takeaways before we move on? Anybody? I just think the
2: Ravens, you know, they did have a very up-and-down year. Not, not really up-and-down, just kind of that, that brief moment in the middle where they lost four or five games, including a three-game losing skid. And everyone was just like, oh, my goodness, like what's going on with the Ravens? Uh, And we thought they were out of it. But since that three-game losing skid, including this postseason, they have won six straight games. Um, Their defense is getting healthier. I would say it's the healthiest it's been all season now. Um, And I think Hollywood Brown is starting to break loose a little bit. You hate to see it so late. In the year, uh, the football year, but with all of those factors, man, this is now a legit scary team. Like it's like, dang, the Ravens might be looking at top two in the postseason right now as far as the remaining teams left, and not to mention that boy Lamar rushed for a thousand yards again this year. So you know they they legit are just so dynamic. Like I don't know. I think I think the Colts didn't do their due diligence and running the ball down the throat of the Bills and getting ahead as they should have. I don't think that's going to be the case this weekend, uh, but I know Lamar's nervous about potentially playing in his first snow game. Uh, hard to say that he hasn't played in the snow at all, but hopefully, you know, he's able to manage the inclemency and run the ball effectively and get into the end zone enough times to go to the conference championship. I know I just said the Bills a few moments ago, but I don't know, like I said, some of like them stumping on the logo of the Titans last week. Yeah, I told be- you, bro, I made you want to cheer for
4: I thought the, um, he played in the snow game before once. Like, I can't remember, though, but that's not the main point. But so you taking you, you said you're taking the Ravens next week over the Bills no, we, we ain't mean. there yet,
0: though. We ain't there oh, yet. Though. I ain't pick. I ain't pick. I ain't pick yet. <laughs> we though. ain't there yet,
4: though. I, I, we ain't there, I there yet, say, I will say. I will want to say. I do want to say Lamar had more rushing yards than Derrick Henry. D one-dimensional. Lamar already
0: acknowledged that. Lamar <laughs> did say
4: that. I just wanted to say nobody. I ain't never seen a quarterback outrush Alvin Kamara, but that's me. <laughs>
3: This is a goddamn lie. Who? I can search it.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what was that? Might have did it, but I don't think he did it.
3: Yeah, we like had Kamara. I, I was
4: about to say Jalen Hurts, but I don't think I don't think he still out. I still don't
0: think he outrushed I'm him. pretty sure Jalen Hurts did outrush Kamara. I'm pretty
3: game.
0: sure he did. <laughs> he had a hundred. He had a hundred. While you search that, though, we can discuss Ooh. the Saints beating John's Chicago Bears. 21 to 9. Point. Mm. Nick, 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 Nickelodeon. Shout out, Nate. So and that broadcast, 2 million viewers on the Nickelodeon channel. So, give a, oh, shout, be, uh, shout be, out to Nate.
4: What do by Jalen Hurts?
3: But that's oh, different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, How's different? They uh, y'all bringing the, the MVP back next year? MVP.
0: Envy,
4: the, MVP. Oh, MVP. Yes, <laughs> sir. <laughs> Yes,
0: sir. Recap that game for us, man. I think the Saints
2: didn't expect the Bears to play that well. Um, I think they could have, the Saints could have played better. Other people saying, oh, they scored 30 points a game. They're going to put up 30. Gonna put up 30. Um, and I think that the Bears played a really, I think it was their best, one of their best efforts all year. I'm not even, like the Bears fan, I'm not even disappointed with the loss. And I would say that Trubisky's last drive and him finding Jamie Graham, was probably the most important drive of the entire game and probably the most important drive of his, of his career. He because, like, if, if he doesn't score that touchdown, the score is 21 to three. And you're looking at it like, bro, Terizia scored a touchdown. Like what in the world? But I think what's lost is no, seriously, what's lost is you're down 21, three. You could say we lost this game. You could say, I, I don't know where I'm going to end up next year. I'm, I, there's no point in me playing. There's no point of me coming out here and completing throws. There's no point of me still playing like an NFL quarterback. I could just give up. But for him to come out there, still have a, a really nice drive, I know the defense is playing extremely lax, but for him to still mentally be able to complete throws, get into the end zone, shows that to all Bears fans and to the organization, like, I am a quarterback ready to still take on the responsibilities of this job. And I think that that spoke values to me. as I appreciated him scoring. He didn't have any interceptions. He had a drop pass from Javon Williams. And most of the, most of the play calling, uh, he played really well and played up to the challenge. And, I, I mean, I, I'm excited. I think Trubisky comes back next year. I think we have a good draft and have some protection. Um, but the, brother, game is, brother, name, the game is – so. well, like, Bro,
0: last thing, game itself.
3: so – can't, I can't – what the hell are you talking about? What were you watching? For sure. So, the game – I'm asking. You didn't see the short well, throws. You didn't see – what Do you think it was offense? Do you think Matt Nagy I, – I didn't like the play calls. I don't think – I think Trubisky showed his lack of arm strength and pocket presence. I mean, there was no sense of urgency. How I I his lack of arm
2: strength? He had some dimes. Every throw he threw was a dime. The one down the sideline to Javon, the one that Javon missed in the end zone, like he was throwing dimes. Like, we told we watched the same game, but I'm not going to have this conversation with you. Like
4: That one he dropped was the only dime.
3: That's the only dime I saw. I saw short out throws to Allen Robinson. They got him going in the third quarter when they came out, and then after that, I mean, I saw misses on short routes to him. Um, the the thing is,
2: bro, I'm trying. What, what I'm trying to say, bro. Like the the offensive woes of the Chicago Bears is not on Trubisky. We don't have any talent around him, bro. Like you don't have a good running back. He don't have any. He's not good. tight like, end, like, bro, like you don't have an offensive line, like. People blame Trubisky so much, it's ridiculous. Like the
3: Bears did a terrible yeah. job. Yeah, I y'all, have a top, y'all have
4: a top 15 or top 20 offensive line for sure. Time for
3: him to go. Y'all no tight
4: end, y'all, y'all have a tight end y'all drafted so high that y'all don't use, well he played like, I saw him a couple of times, Cole commit Jimmy, put, y'all brought in Jimmy Graham. I don't know how he drafted Cole commit and then bring in Jimmy Graham.
3: I mean, that's just because But I will like, say, uh, your
4: receiving core isn't all that because Mooney didn't play, that was a big miss. And, on that one Javon Williams dropped, that would have been Mooney. Mooney wouldn't have dropped that in New Orleans, playing back in New Orleans for the first time, first time since he got in the league. So he wouldn't have dropped that. But um what else i want to say? Somebody else about your offense. Oh, Tariq Cohen. Yeah, he's out. I don't think y'all have I wouldn't say y'all don't have running backs. I just think y'all were but missing Tariq Cohen and uh Mooney are two big weapons to be missing. I will say that.
3: So John. I think Mooney
4: our best to see it going forward, but I don't think Allen Robinson coming back.
3: John, if I may ask, so upcoming draft quarterbacks and realistic shots to get, just want to name a few. Trey Lance or Mitchell Trubisky?
2: John, I want to start off. Listen, the age of the defense is, is not young, right? This isn't a rebuilding team. This team is not in rebuild. So you draft a young quarterback, you're telling yourself, I'm giving myself a three a three-year gap. The defense is old, bro. Like, they're getting older. Cal Fuller is 29. I agree, John. Phil turns 30 in February. Like, Roquan is getting older. He turns 26 this year. Eddie Jackson turns 27. Like, you have to get a quarterback that puts you in a win-now position. We get Trey Lance or whatever you talk yeah. about. Like, those quarterbacks are not going to give us the best chance to go to the playoffs in next year's season. So, but I keep you busy.
4: better I than keep- Tabisky. are you, like – I think oh, y'all right. went for the wrong veteran. Nick Foles the wrong go veteran. Now, I ain't going to lie. If I'm mean, y'all, I call Matt Ryan. I'm calling Matt Ryan. Yeah, you need to go get Matt Ryan on the
2: phone, HL.
4: Oh, get somebody like that, Matt Ryan. Uh, if, Matt the
2: if they don't get Matt the Ryan, that won't be back. bad. I, I can see, like, that's that's solid, I guess. You
4: know what I'm saying? I don't think y'all can stay with Trubisky, though. Like you said, your defense is getting older. I don't think Trubisky's hit Trubisky's Trubisky's any, ceiling, answer, any level to be the answer. He's not
0: the answer. Love.
3: Well, he scored. He averaged thirty points over the last three weeks, and we made the playoffs. I told you, stop living on this pipe dream. Let that go. <laughs> I hate to see you hurting like this, brother. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, Trubisky is unhealthy for y'all, John. I do think. I think I do think y'all will move on. I do. Wait. I mean, I think y'all will, I but do, y'all did. I y'all did bring, bring back. Y'all did bring back y'all GM. Y'all did bring back y'all head coach. So the way it's looking, it looked like they're gonna bring back Trubisky too. So I just hate that. That for you, you have to sit through another year of Mister Trubisky. Even though I, even though you the offense need a build of offense around him better. I know you understand what you're saying that, but I feel like it's gonna be the same old, same old. It's still Rogers' division. Minnesota's gonna come back stronger and y'all gonna finish third, uh, unless Detroit pulls something out of the hat. So That's just how uh, I see well, it. Well, they could finish
4: second if the Vikings don't get better, but I feel like the, every year the Vikings add something better. They literally And
0: there. the fact
4: that they didn't make the playoffs means they got a better pick. So, they go on corner nine times out of 10. I would. And if they go get thirteen.
0: Spend some on this topic.
4: You know, I'm just saying, if they go get a, a five corner to put on the side of Glad Jeff Gladney,
0: John, closing remarks. I have no closing remarks, bro. We just got to wait till next year. This is nothing <laughs> <effing> ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> I got you, bud. And the last game of Super Bowl, 12, Car 12 Weekend.
2: No, no, no. 12 and four two years ago. Gotcha. The first year Travis get drafted. He has John Fox, bro. A terrible coach. John Fox, bro. Defensive minded Then the next year he starts, finally, goes 12 and four, makes the playoffs. Last year, he has a shoulder injury, misses a few games, still try to play because people talk about him, but he has a shoulder injury. Comes back, fights a shoulder injury after getting benched, wins three straight games, may lose to the Packers, but regardless, goes to the postseason to fight for his job. Doesn't throw an interception, manages the game correctly, and pulls out at least one touchdown over 200 yards, though garbage in the last drive, still statistical 200 yards in the touchdown. Now we're looking at another season coming up, yes, the mission and the ultimate mission for the Chicago Bears every single year is to beat Green Bay, literally. That is our only goal. Now, this past game we just played them, they had an opportunity to do that. It came completely down to the fourth quarter where Mooney was hurt, Roquan was hurt, don't have Tariq, and most of the players that are going to help you win are just not there. So you get a healthy team next season. This team with Matt Nagy, who I feel like is finding his correct style of coaching and letting other people take more responsibilities in the offense i believe are going to put us in a position to win now the defense let's not forget the defense was atrocious this year like terrible they did not play like the chicago bears defense normally would they need to fire chuck Pagano because he retired he retired he retired retired. oh he did yep shout out to chuck man well that (laughs) getting a defensive coordinator and having someone with the experience that it has a proven track record of results is gonna help us become a better team. And I'll see us in the postseason again, literally.
0: I- talk that talk, man. Let them know. No, bro. If have- I'll see y'all going to the postseason. So and the oh, last wait, game. Who are you talking about? You talking about us. <laughs> And the last game of Super Wild Card Weekend was the most unexpected as the Cleveland Browns vanquished. Wait, Bruce, you, can't,
4: you can't jump on the Cleveland Browns Steelers because the Saints did play in that game.
0: Bro, we've been a, we're going to talk about them.
4: The Saints have only lost one game without any quarterback not named Drew Brees. I just want to put it out there. One. One,
0: one game. The Eagles.
4: In which Sean Payton seemed to be point-shaving. So the only time we've lost without Drew Brees in the last two years is one time. And he's
0: missed nine games? What well, yeah, game have you been watching? Drew, nine, Drew has lost two games this season. Oh. Huh? Yeah, Drew Brees has lost two games this season. What are you talking about?
4: Him? I said without Drew Brees. Uh, he, and- said, he said, y'all won't have a quarterback next year. So oh, y'all-
0: Oh, my bad. I don't know what I, I, I was saying. I was on Pittsburgh and Cleveland. Teddy
4: Bridgewater went five and zero. Oh. Did Teddy win five games with, with, with Temple? I mean, with uh, wherever the hell he at? Carolina? Hmm.
0: I think he
1: won five or six, one of
4: those. Okay, and then we had- Taysom Hill, who's not really even a quarterback, if you let others tell it, and he only lost one game in four
1: starts. Jame y'all trust, because James is going to be our starting quarterback next year.
0: The Cleveland Browns vanquished the Pittsburgh Steelers, so what do you guys takeaways <laughs> that? from that? Uh, is the quarterback broken? Yeah, I don't know,
3: DeMar. It's so Man, Kareem <laughs> Hunt. Revenge game, man. Uh, they played the Chiefs this week, and uh, – We're not there yet, though. But but I just got to say, he looked like Kareem Hunt from Kansas City a couple years ago. Uh, So him returning and him already feeling like he should have been a part of that Super Bowl team is very scary. Nick Chubb is very scary. And I said it after the Monday night football loss against Baker. I mean, against the Ravens for Baker. That was going to make him a better quarterback. And we're not seeing those mistakes. I mean, T.J. White, Minka Fitzpatrick, Cam Hayward were still on the field for the Steelers. And you couldn't tell. Baker and the boys just went and did what they wanted to do. And I got to give hats off to Jarvis, man. He looked like a real number one. Like, all things given, the Steelers did have a backup linebacker guarding him in the slot continuously inside. But the Browns did what they were supposed to do and take advantage of that. Without Stefanski there on the sideline, in their first playoff game for Baker and a bunch of these guys, I was very impressed. For the Steelers, <sighs> I, oh, ben. They deserve it. Oops. They deserve it for all the dancing, for all yeah. the crazy tweets and everything like that. Browns. It, it just sucks for Mike Tomlin because I know that him coming into this week, he did de- – like him coming into the week, he does what he needs to do to make sure his guys are ready to go. They just didn't look that way. Ben didn't look good. He had the most completions and attempts ever in a game ever, 68 attempts, 47 completions, 400 yards, Four touchdowns, four interception. I mean, <laughs> I, uh, bit, what, is Mike to do? what is Mike Tomlin supposed to do about that? So the Steelers have a lot to look out for, man. Juju's a free agent. And uh, I don't know, man, but I feel for Mike Tomlin. They can't get over the hump. And I was told that Le'Veon Bell and I Antonio Brown, I was told that they were the problem, but they both are playing divisional weak divisional weekend and Mike Tomlin Steelers are not. So something's got to give. I don't know if it's a new quarterback situation. I don't know if... I really don't know what they... Like, what can you fix? Because the Ravens are only going to get better. The Browns are going to get better. You're about to lose your franchise quarterback.
0: You can only pray for health, man. Hope nobody get hurt, bro. I think they had their Bud Dupree and I forgot the other man it was missing. But yeah, they had Devin Bush, I think they would have been the defense would have been ready to play. Yes. But their offense, that offense, I don't know. No run they, game, no quarterback. Yeah, good love, receivers, but something has to change.
3: I love James Conner and his story, but to me, he's not a number one in the back in the league. He is very good as a spellback and he can get you the necessary yards. But is that every down guy? He I don't know if he's it, uh, as I alluded to earlier for my Seahawks. I don't know where Najee Harris and Travis Etienne end up, but I believe they are number one running backs at the next level. And I would like to see one of them in that situation with the Steelers to take a lot of pressure off Ben or whoever may be the quarterback next year. But they got something they need to do offensively, and I believe it may start with a new running back.
0: Gotcha. Uh, any other takeaways from this Steelers-Browns matchup? Anybody, anybody, anybody? Jaylen? Kids,
1: watching at home, don't do what Juju did.
0: Don't. Browns. don't the
2: Browns. They need to have more humility, dog. Like, tiger, your opponent at it's, all. It's learn how to lose with glass. Like then Chase Claypool. Then, then would you
0: see what Claypool said?
4: Oh yeah, yeah. that was. That I was. don't care about the Loser dancing. The dancing doesn't bother me.
0: Loser every, mentality.
4: A lot of people dance after the game, and some people dance before the game. But dance before the game on somebody logo. When people really take it, you know, they take pride in their team. Some people don't, but some people do. You, that's when it started getting disrespectful. I didn't have a problem with the TikToks. And then like the tweets, like, what's losing never heard of her? It. Like
0: it's nah, funny when it, it's did you funny see what he said after well on after like the day after the game?
4: No, literally he was like, they're gonna get smacked by the Chiefs anyway. Did, so, it's started things
0: would be cool. I was like, the hell? <laughs> but they said, they said that was just a
4: sound bite though. That in, in that view video, he was actually watching fume and he say, I missed the up- so-and-so didn't do this, or somebody did this. So he took
0: accountability. But no, but even if it's out of context, like you said, they're going to lose next week.
3: Like, Odell they've been talking all said,
4: Don't be surprised when them boys win.
3: He did. He did come back. And I Odell thought that did. was funny. Why Odell didn't say we? But we'll get to that. <laughs> hey, do read them tweets.
4: <laughs> read them tweets. Let them know he know he, he gone. Said he said don't be surprised when them boys win. I guess he didn't want to say we because he feel like he ain't a part of it.
2: Oh, yeah, then, I feel I that too, bro. Yeah.
3: Like I feel like, like that's
4: another mental thing. Like, when you get hurt, you feel like you're not helping. So you kind of look at it like it's them, it's not me. And that's a mental aspect of just being hurt, I think.
3: But two things. or well, one thing on Odell before I get back to the Claypool point. But they – I just feel like it's best situation for both sides if they decide to move Odell. But I, I would like to see them put him somewhere that he would like to be. A team that understands his talent. And that he is a number one, and he is. He did a, handle.
0: Uh, he did handle the Cleveland, uh, going to Cleveland, mature with mature
3: and with class. So I do yes. agree with that. So I would like to see that. But for Claypool, they came back today, and he was like, um, you know, I was a little salty when I said that. I still think that they'll lose, but I would just would have liked them to. I would have liked to see them win with more class. Yeah, I'm sure. sure. Dude,
0: I say class.
4: What did y'all do?
3: yeah like so that losing mentality boy yeah man claypool is a nice talent but none of that matters when you got 11 guys pissed off you're gonna get hit you're gonna get embarrassed and that's what happened did it without their head coach
0: too like nasty all right it's time to get into it man we we prolonged this long enough our nfl divisional round predictions we start what the mount you
3: Real quick, because, you know, I got to run real quick. I just want to okay. give you my, my predictions. Um, in the NFC, I will be taking the Green Bay Packers over the Rams. I believe the Packers just have too much talent. Uh, I alluded to it on Every Yard Matters today. They don't have to do anything like that they don't want to. They don't have to force the ball to Adams. They don't have to run the ball with Aaron Jones if they don't want to. And they can scheme however they want, three tight ends, one tight end, three wide receiver sets, two. They, I mean, they have the MVP. It's just a lot. But it is worth noting that Aaron Rodgers has lost the last four times that he's played the number one defense. We talk about uh, 2013 NFC Championship to the Seahawks, last year's NFC Championship to the 49ers, a couple of others in there. But I think that's worth noting. I like Rodgers to get over the hump. And I'd like to see him make it back to the NFC Championship against Drew Brees and the New Orleans Saints. I just think that the Bucks, um, they have all the talent. But the Saints, I think this is the year. Their defense is better than they've ever been in years past when they've been contenders. I also think offensively there's not as much pressure on them. And Mike Thomas is back. <laughs> Let him know. Mike Thomas is back, so – I like them to be able to do what they do. And last time Drew Brees played this Bucks defense, he tossed three touchdowns. So it'll be interesting to see if the Bucks can keep up with this Saints offense and make noise against that Saints defense. I'm taking the Saints. Saints Packers in the NFC Championship. And then the AFC, trust that I'm riding with Lamar. Let's go. Take the Buffalo Bills. I think the Bills, like I said, MVP, Josh Allen prediction next year. I think they have the talent to be a top three seed. But this year, I think Lamar and them are playing for something deeper. They've been doubted. John Harbaugh is a great coach. Um, and that defense is playing at a good level. And Marlon, Marlon or Marcus Peters versus Diggs, is I will be tuned in. There is there is great wide receiver corner matchups all around the playoffs this week. So that's something I'm looking out for. But I'm going to take the Ravens. And then, you know, i got to take the Chiefs. I mean, I'm not – Not riding with no upset or nothing like that. Patrick Mahomes, they're too hard to stop. Travis Kelsey is playing his home team. Uh, It's difficult, so I'm taking them, boys. And this is worth calling me, so thank you guys for having me,
0: and (laughs) I'll see you guys next time. All right, bro. Let's get down to nitty-gritty, my boys. Down to nitty-gritty. We start with the Rams versus – the Rams will travel to Green Bay, as in the Green Bay Packers. The Packers are our six-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, I will go first. We we'll go around the clock. I have Green Bay winning this game. I think, I think the Rams defense will give Rogers and his team some fits. I just think only way the Rams will be able to catalog off of those fits if they had a capable quarterback and with uh, Golf still nursing that thumb injury, I don't think they will be able to compete with them. I think one of the Green Bay weaknesses is the run game. So let's say Akers, Hendrick, Henderson, and um, Brown, if they are, are healthy and play, get 30 plus touches and, they, and are effective in the run. That's a recipe for Green Bay trouble. But I think Rodgers is just ready, confident off the bye. He's the, he's the most uh, confident i see Aaron Rodgers in a minute. I love when he goes on a Pat McAfee show and just hang on there and just chill and hang out. So he's so confident, calm, and collective. So I got Green Bay. I think uh, six and a half points. Do they cover? I don't think they cover, but I do think they'll win this game. Jalen, what say you? Man. Green Bay by
1: 100. All right, not by 100. That's just. But <laughs> definitely, definitely Green Bay, man. Like, you understand. The MVP, Rodgers, the elite one. Discount, double check. He's going to go crazy, bro. Nobody can stop this man, bro. Like, whatever you throw at him, he has an answer for. So I expect for them to beat their brakes off of the Rams. I'm calling it 31 13. I could see and- that. It
0: could be nasty. It'll be nasty. It's gonna it get real disgusting, nasty, funky, all of that. <laughs> John, Rams or Packers?
2: Um, I don't hate. The Rams are is better than a lot of people think they are. Like, literally, I believe they were number one this year, like in ranks. Um, yep. like they, they, they're good. yeah like, I don't know, man. Very good, dog. Uh, but Aaron Rodgers is an MVP. Um, Matt Lafleur is an amazing head coach. I don't know what it is about Matt Lafleur, but only six losses in his career and uh, or only seven losses and twenty-five wins, um, and that's not including the postseason. I think he's like one in one in the postseason. But regardless, I, I like the Packers to win this game. I, I will. I don't think it's gonna be a blowout. Like it's the number one defensive team in the league. I don't think it's gonna be a blowout. But I do I do see Devontae scoring once. I can see Aaron Jones scoring once. And I can see Marquez Battling Scantling also battling Scantling scoring once. Um so like you said earlier, with no real quarterback to lead the Rams on offense, it's gonna be hard for them to like match the MVP. So with that alone, with that skill position alone, a quarterback. I am going to take the Packers. I just, they got the better quarterback, so the, I, I have them winning this game.
0: Cut Carter, Rams, Packers. Packers are a six and a half point favorite. May go up to seven tomorrow.
4: Uh this is a hard decision for me.
0: Are you taking Green Bay? I mean, uh, the Rams. He go hating also. I want to
4: take the Rams. I do, but. I don't have faith in the Rams' offense. So that's what my dilemma is. I don't have faith in the Rams' offense, but I have faith in their defense. I think Ramsey can nerf Devontae or hold him to one touchdown. I think Aaron Donald can give them fits in the pass rush and the run game. Now we flip sides. And you got Jared Goff and Cooper Cup and Robert Wood versus Jared Alexander
0: and uh, Kimmy Parker. Injured Jared Goff.
4: Yes, that's what I'm saying. So... Give me the Packers in a close one, I guess. I don't think it'll be a high scoring game though. I think it'll be like 14 10.
0: Mm, that's kind of disrespectful. <laughs> to Rogers, right? Yeah, that is hit for to Rogers. I think uh the Rams need a defensive I touchdown.
4: A good, what elite defense has Rogers really? I mean, if you call us elite, we give a lot of points, but we was just matching them. We got we could we can go back and forth. The Bucks held them down. You know what I'm saying? Why if the Bucs could do that with their defense, why can't the Rams? And the Bucks offense uh, was Brady torching him? I can't remember.
0: Uh yes, Brady torched him after Rogers started the game off with a touchdown. He threw two picks. One 14. pick six and he threw another pick and the Brady Bucks was back in the game. Week six. Yep.
4: I said I'm taking, I, I said I'm taking the Packers. I don't feel like I'm being disrespectful. I just don't think it could be high
2: scoring.
0: All right. I think I for think the Rams. What you good said, good. John? I don't think it's disrespectful. The Rams have a legit great defense in a lockdown hey. corner. But Rogers is the MVP. Adams is cooking. Aaron Jones is cooking. It's just kind of, you know, 14. Where this team averages. The team averages. what the thing at? 23.1 points per game. I'm looking I want to defense. Hold on. Eep. This team averages 31.8 points per game. Anything you will get 14? I don't know. Yeah, but so what? 31.8 points per game in, in the regular season. You think this team was gonna average, which is the most in the NFL, by the way. This is the highest scoring team in the NFL. High scoring
4: team the best defense,
0: right? The
4: Rams are the best defense,
0: right? right? Yep. The Rams are the best defense with yards per game, and they allow the least points per game with
4: 18.5. Okay, so I'll give him I'll give him 18. <laughs> 17. <laughs> I give them,
0: I'll give them 17.
4: 17. I- 10. Cool. As as
0: they, score was they cover the spread
4: and they win seventeen ten. That's pretty
0: I think um the Rams defense need a touch a defensive touchdown or a special teams touchdown to win this game. If not, I don't, I don't I don't see it happening.
4: Rams gonna score this game.
0: Oh okay, calling this shot. We move on to the the night game. The Baltimore Ravens travel to Buffalo, New York to play the Buffalo Bills. The Bills are a two and a half point favorite and they will likely be a three point favorite by tomorrow. I have the Ravens winning. Um, I think it's going to be another close encounter. It's going to be tough. I know it's tough. Josh uh, Allen's impeccable throwing ability versus Lamar Jackson, that heavy uh, rush uh, offense. I'm picking the Ravens in a close one. I think it's the, they will be the final score. The Ravens will win by three. Uh, I just think the Bills so problems last week dealing with the run with Jonathan Taylor, and they're going against the number one rushing offense in the NFL, Lamar Jackson, a confident, Lamar Jackson, and I know that the Bills' the offense is a uh, prolific, it's 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 lethal with Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, Cole Beasley. The other side of the ball are all Pro Marlon Humphrey, all Pro Marcus Peters. They have dogs that get after the quarterback, Matthew Judon, Klayas Campbell, Matthew Judon. So I think they can potentially neutralize Josh Allen, make him look mediocre, pedestrian. I think the Baltimore Ravens will win this game. This team is loaded with confidence after after an emotional victory, and they will punch their ticket to the conference championship. They are better when they're the hunter, not the hunted. That's my motto for the Ravens. So, got Baltimore winning. JB, what say you?
1: No. That's what I'm saying. I'm going with Lamar, man. The Ravens is clicking at the right time on both ends of the ball. They'll be able to control the pace of the game. Uh, and also play defense. Um, what I've seen Josh Allen struggle in the first half against the Steelers, man. Like, if he comes out and plays like that, you can't do that against his team because once they get a lead, they're built to keep the lead by running and pounding the ball, taking time off that clock. And He also then he
0: had a couple work. of mistakes in that wildcard weekend. He had a, a crucial fumble that almost went the other team's way. So it's like, there's a little feel like what behind the ears is going on with him
1: exactly and I feel like he I feel like both both quarterbacks are capable of turning the ball over don't get me wrong but you got to think about it which team is more equipped the Buffalo Bills can't run the ball so therefore you know if they get a lead you still have opportunities to come back and put points on the board with the Ravens having a lead you have to really like get them off the field and anything fourth and fourth and four and below, they going for it. Well, I'll say fourth and three. Fourth and three and below, they going for it. And they probably going to get it. Because Lamar is just that dynamic. He's that special. I, you, Y'all all know how I feel about Lamar. I feel like he's an elite talent in the league. So, we're going to go with them boys. And I'm going to predict the score to be
0: 18 to 24. I got got you close another close uh close game. Mr. Johnny Mars, Baltimore Ravens, Buffalo Bills, who are you taking?
2: Yeah, I told you I'm six straight wins for this Baltimore Ravens team. They are hot. And Lamar Jackson, I'm looking at him. I, I made a vision board a couple of weeks ago, I put him on my vision board. I'm looking at Lamar, man. Uh bro, he, he's a leader. I don't know if y'all caught his post-game interview after the Tennessee Titans uh victory but what he was saying to the reporters like the way he spoke how he spoke the maturity he spoke in and making it more just about the team than himself and making it bigger than football like i just feel like he's he's look bro i'm not i'm not picking i'm not not picking a black quarterback bro I'm let not him know come on now of course i want to see a black quarterback in the super bowl um again and i want to see a black super bowl win i mean i want to see a black quarterback win the super bowl uh, are there any Blacks, quarterbacks to have won? Can't Mahomes,
0: Mahomes, Mahomes my last year.
2: Oh, man, I, you know Mahomes. Somebody <laughs> <laughs> like Black, like Florida Kodak Black winning the Super Bowl, hoisting that championship. I feel I feel you, what you're saying.
0: I, you know what saying?
2: Kodak Black, uh, shout out to Patrick Mahomes. Definitely, you know, no discrimination against any of my fellow melanin brothers, but I need somebody that's from where I'm from, that know how, you know what I'm saying, he, that had to grind. To get there i mean how cool would it be to see lamar jackson coming from a place where we come from winning a super bowl um as a quarterback leading that organization i think it would be spectacular so i got them winning this week versus the bills the run game will dominate and he'll get his redemption against kansas city next week uh, a matchup they lost very very early on in the season this year so i'm looking forward to that we we knew this we knew this everybody, knew <laughs> it.
0: everybody
2: says it's gonna be the chiefs it's gonna be the ravens and so much how I was on the Lakers and the Clippers to make the Western Conference in the NBA last year. It's on the Chiefs and the Ravens to make the AFC
0: Championship and give
2: the NFL fans what we want to see. Two dynamic quarterbacks going at it.
0: Carter, you may be the only one in the minority here that may be picking a buffalo. Is that true?
4: Ooh, I know people like to talk about the black quarterback. I love it. I love it. I love it. But the Bills got a lot of black people that I like too, like, like Stefan Diggs, who I don't I like,
0: like Stefan Diggs. Want want that was like miracle. That. that was the anniversary yesterday.
4: I do to like him. He left Minnesota. I could like him now. Exactly. I like him. I like his game. He was always good. It's just when it happens to you <laughs> it, and nothing hurt worse than when it happened to you. Uh, and then my fellow LSU guy, I don't, the Ravens don't have but one LSU guy, which is Patrick Queen. I, I rock on him, but Trey White is one of my favorite LSU players all the time. You know, DBU. Um, I like to see him make it to play the Chiefs and lose because I feel like no matter who wins this game, they're going to lose to the Chiefs. Uh, <laughs> so give me Give me the, uh, give me the Bills by three. And, oh, I think the Bills defense is made to stop the running that the the uh, the uh, Ravens like to do.
0: So how you got to so. beat
4: them by throwing.
0: I so? huh? said, how so? Why do you say that?
4: Bills have the speed there. They have Edmonds. They have um, Micah Hyde, Jordan, Jordan Poyer. Those safeties that can come down and make the tackle. And then you have Trey White who, when y'all finally decide to start throwing it, if y'all go down and y'all have to throw, you're not throwing, whatever side he on is clamped. So, I mean, Josh Norman might give up one, but Trey White not giving up none. And Levi Wallace getting the game. You know, there's just a lot of different things they could do. So if he, they're forcing you to one side of the field. And if you look at, and I'm not going to act like the Ravens about to get smacked. That's why I say, I think, I think it's going to be a close game. I think they went by three max. Uh if You look at the other side where, Diggs gonna have a Marlon Humphrey treatment, and Marlon Humphrey used to play with Stephon That's Diggs. That's be a great Marla matchup. Marlon Diggs, little brother Trevon Diggs. So I'm sure they know each other. I'm sure they probably worked out together. I'm sure they they got some matchups in. That's gonna be elite TV. That's elite on elite. And I think when we go to the other side, and it's Marcus Peters who can clamp. I think Gabriel Davis can win some of those battles.
2: Mm.
4: Unless Josh Allen make a bad ball. Marcus Peters thrives out bad. Like if you make a bad play, he's gonna he got you. I think Gabriel Davis could eat. I think Kobe could eat out the slot when Marlon Humphrey has to move outside or follow Diggs. Because if they keep him in the slot and you put somebody else on him,
0: it's a BBQ. So, so you got I think
4: But I hope it's a good game. And if the Ravens win, I, I don't mind being wrong about this one.
0: Yeah, hey, I, oh, I got you. We move on to the Sunday Slater games. The Cleveland Browns, after a shocking victory over the Pittsburgh Steelers, travel to Kansas City to play the Kansas City Chiefs. And the Chiefs are a 10-point favorite. There's no love for Cleveland again. Um, I don't think the Chiefs will win by 10 points. I do think they will win this game. I haven't seen it this year or even last year. This, uh, the Chiefs team, like, switched to another gear where they're just, we're better than you, and we were just chilling the whole off se- uh, regular season. I haven't seen that gear. You seen the last year, they let the Texas win up 24 points on them. Then they switched that gear and blew them out. Then they were another double-digit lead against the Titans in the conference championship, switched that gear, and they, and they won that game. Same in the Super Bowl, another 10-point lead, and they defeated the San Francisco 49ers. And they won the Super Bowl. I don't think they'll cover the spread. I think it would be below 10. I think the Chiefs will win this game. I just... Patrick Mahomes just going to be able to just throw all over them, I feel. I know Denzel Ward is activated from the COVID list. I just feel his Chiefs team is – I think it will be close in the first half, but I think it's the second half Mahomes. That's when – I think they're the most scoring third-quarter team in the uh, NFL, I believe. I just feel they'll just come out and do that again. The key for the Cleveland Browns, though, to win this game, control time of possession and feed Kareem Hunt and – Nick Chubb. If, if those dogs are going, are going to unleash and go crazy like they did against last week against Pittsburgh, Cleveland has a great chance to win this game. But if not, if they Chris Jones and uh, Frank Clark are able to uh, handle the run, I don't see Cleveland winning this game. I don't think Baker can go in the shootout from uh, Patrick Mahomes. Jalen, what say you? Uh, I got the Chiefs by 21. Coming off of uh, the first –
1: Coming off that bye, uh, man, Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league. Maybe the GOAT by the time his career is over with. Uh, I think they go and they take care of business. Um, it, it won't be a contest like people think. I mean, the Pittsburgh Steelers and Kansas City Chiefs is night and day. Like, they're clicking on both sides of the ball. Yeah, I, I got them boys by at least three points. Three
0: possessions. Uh, John.
2: It's a lot, bro. Uh 21 points. I, I see it, I can see it getting like that, you know, like Tyreek DeMarcus, uh, um, you know, Clark Carlos Edwards Hilaire and just not Carlos, cut whatever boy that means. It has so many fast receivers, playmakers that you could see them scoring a touchdown in 30 seconds several times throughout this game. Uh, But like you said, it it is going to come down to the obvious facts of controlling the time and making sure that they stay ahead of the sticks and stay ahead with the lead. If the Browns can't, I mean, it's not impossible for the Browns to win this game. The keys for them to win are to get Chubbs and get Kareem going. And if they're able to rush for a collective 200 something yards, it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard to see the Chiefs uh, winning. And, And I mean, bro, we've seen, it's hard to go back to Super Bowl. Like it's hard to go back to back, and even from a mental standpoint, you could be good, but just a mental like you're like, dang, we just went last year. Like now we're in a position to go again, um, and we ha- and it won't be a surprise to see a bye team lose. Is that what happened with the Patriots last year, where the Titans or, or the Ravens? I think the Ravens, Ravens,
0: Ravens, sure. Ravens, Ravens,
2: Ravens. Where the Titans come and beat them it was two bye teams last week because the format was a little different last yeah, year. Yeah, it
0: was. It was uh, yeah, Chiefs had a bye and Ravens had a bye.
2: Yep. Right. So I mean, it could be that situation. Like for real, for real. Like no one expected the Titans to have that deep run last year. And the Browns, no one really expected them to beat the Steelers, especially with obviously what happened and not having their, their play caller, not having the several linemen. Um I'm taking the Chiefs. But I'm saying though, I'm saying though. Underdog like, story, I got you. Yeah, like the Browns, man, I, if they win, it's it's it'll be because they, like you said, they held the ball, they ran. They stayed ahead of the sticks, and they were able to just manage the game in a way that pulled out a victory. So, good luck to Patrick Mahomes. I don't think it'll happen, but
0: I won't be surprised if it do. It would be a great story, though, if the Cleveland Browns were to be able to pull off this upset. Cut Carter. Jalen got the Chiefs winning by 21. I have them below 10. The spread is 10. What you got?
4: Chiefs by 14, I think. The only so, way to can. Yeah. Yeah, 14, only way I think the Browns could win this game is if they run the ball effectively. And when the Chiefs played Derrick Henry last year and they locked him up, I think it's gonna be that same story. I don't think throwing the ball on the Chiefs this year. Well, well, Baker. I don't think the ball in Baker hands will be enough to, uh, to stop these Chiefs. Um, Bear, they had a week off and I don't think you wanna see a fresh Patrick Mahomes playing at
0: home. Never played on never played in a road game in his playoff career. Crazy.
4: That deep is <laughs> about to be humming. <laughs> Tyrang will be in niche in they on their heads. they gonna be humming this week. <laughs>
2: yeah, Kansas City at home is just, yeah, they're they they damn
0: near unstoppable. Yeah, they're
4: gonna be humming yep. this week. They're gonna be on they going in rare form. So
0: <laughs> And they allowing fans. The, I'm sure the capacity are like fifty now. <laughs> no chop, no chop. And last game of the NFL divisional round, the highly anticipated one between Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They traveled to New Orleans for a second time, but the third time they will see each other to face Drew Brees and New Orleans Saints. The Saints are a three-point favorite. The line has been three points all week. I don't see it changing at all, and I will go first. I have the Saints winning, of course. Of course. I have <laughs> – Like, I I gave y'all compliments. Y'all offense was cooking last week against that formidable Washington front. I just think their front is good. I I think our front can match up with their front. But their back end can't mess with our back end, with Marshawn, with Janora Jenkins and Tonsi playing at that level they've been playing on. Marshawn a lot more in the playoffs. His playoff career has been stellar. He's been, like, balling. I think the outliers that won Minnesota game against the Vikings last season. But other than that, he has been balling. He held held his assignment last week to under – I think two catches and under 50 yards. So Marshawn's been balling. The key to beat the Buccaneers is getting pressure on Tom Brady. We all know that. And I think with Trey Henderson practicing this week, it's a likely chance that he played and he gives Tom Brady and y'all left tackle Donovan Smith hell. And I think they will get after Brady again. And I think the Saints will win this game. I do think three points. I think they definitely cover that spread. I think that I see this as a touchdown game. It's going to be fun to watch. Like I said, I think it will be a shootout, but I think when everybody settle in and settle down, the, the best team will win, in the sense, are the best overall team, and I got them beating the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Jalen? Let me tell us. you why you're wrong. <laughs> so,
1: number one, when Hendrickson, or whatever his name is, all right, I know his name. When TJ come back, we're going to have something for that. We're going to have some help for uh, Donovan Smith, because, yes, he does blow Donovan Smith up. I will give you that. Now, you mentioned Marshawn Lattimore, Malcolm Jenkins.
0: We know, hey, hey, we know Mike Evans and Marshawn match uh, matchup. Please don't go down this route again, JB.
1: Look, listen, you act like he ain't gave that boy almost a buck 50 before. He's capable of beating ooh. Marshawn one-on-one. On one. ooh, ooh. Mike Evans is. He's capable of beating Marshawn one-on-one. On one. I don't want to hear. Not this season. So the thing is, you have to think about it. Is a I'm lot of Mal- so therefore he's not gonna get force fed. Why wouldn't we take advantage of someone on Chris Godwin? Like who who's gonna guard Chris Godwin? Chris Godwin will
0: not- be in the nickel. What Han is in the nickel, Janora's gonna be on Antonio Brown. Did-
1: John not guarding him. Who's gonna guard Grunt? Malcolm Jenkins? He did it before. Okay. He's done- he's and- it- and- in the season. We're tired, we're an entirely different team now. Who's gonna guard A B? Janoris. Oh, my God. So, Janoris Jenkins is going to stop A.B.?
0: I will say this, Jalen. The key for y'all victory is getting – I say this, though, the key for y'all to beat us is getting the run game. I can
4: going. ask them questions too, though. Who going to guard Michael Thomas?
0: <laughs> I think no, but before oh, y'all go – go, wait, 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 wait. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait. Before y'all go, before y'all go, before, y- before y'all go. I think for the Bucks to beat the Saints, they have to get their run game going with Leonard and Ronald Jones. If they don't present a rushing threat to the Saints, I do not see them beating us. Now, Jalen, you can talk. I am done. Till I have to moderate. Well, we we will definitely get the run game going for sure.
1: Um, I, that's not going to be how worried about how how. What do you mean, how? High- Leonard is, is playing at a high level right now at the right time.
4: Y'all didn't even want Leonard now. Y'all didn't even want, y'all, y'all thought Leonard was playing so bad. Y'all thought Ronald Jones outplaying out And all this. And then now you all all love Leonard. Ronald, I mean Ronald Jones was, was balling. Until he got Leonard. Last here. time Leonard like, got a full workload against us, he didn't do nothing. Last okay. time Leonard got a full workload against us, he didn't do nothing.
1: Because we had a totally different,
4: we had I'm about when he was, game. He he had was a full He got the ball
1: like twenty times. We had just got we had just got AB the first game. Tom wasn't even think about it. Short off season, no preseason, didn't have any time to jail with his new pieces. So of course y'all will win that game. Week nine, we get we add AB a very integral part to our offense.
4: So one okay. person, Everyone one person throws play. off the whole team.
1: Yes, yes, because we didn't know how. We, we were going to use him. Plus, our game plan was completely different. We were trying to throw the ball vertically all the time. It's not who Tom Brady is. Get the ball out of his hands quick. Let him make very decisive passes.
0: When Drew gets
1: that, attention.
4: it's called throwing it underneath and noodle But That's Drew does don't does
1: never throw the ball. He rarely – okay, he can throw the deep ball, but y'all not letting him throw the deep ball that much. No,
4: he can't throw uh, I'm, I'm just saying, but when Tom, Brady, does,
1: Tom, when Tom
4: Brady doesn't throw the deep ball, not, he's not getting no flack about it. That's my point.
1: He can throw the deep ball. That's the only That's the difference between him and Drew. What drew I'm been saying, throwing, better Drew's been
4: throwing. drew got a torn rotator cuff. Drew had a torn rotator cuff and been playing for 15 years since then. Tom I Brady ain't never. And drew, used to take the top, drew didn't take the top off multiple times in his career.
1: I hear nothing but excuses.
4: I don't hear no excuses. Y'all the ones like down I, to
1: like like of we're going to shot the world, man. I got us winning by, by five points.
0: Mm, I don't. John.
1: Yeah, Johnny good.
0: Mars. Uh, it's on you, buddy, buddy. Who you got winning between well, the I get not know no, John, I already don't go. don't let John go. I got the Saints. Why? Because we're going over here. Right? Going order. Bucks or Saints? John, who you got?
2: Look, man. A lot of all the things that I was intrigued with the Saints last week uh, about the number one thing that impressed me the most was the New Orleans defense handshakes. It's something about that <laughs> that jump so far, Man, bro. It's it cold, it's
0: cold.
2: That jump out, bro. That jump is the flyest handshake i ever seen. I wasn't even mad. I was actually wanting y'all to stop us because I wanted to see the handshake. But that reason alone, the chemistry that the defense has, I think, I think the New Orleans Saints is more of a team than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Like, all around, the defense has really great chemistry. The offense has really great chemistry. I mean, they they love who their coach is. The coach loves who the players are. And everything that comes together, I know the matchups before. I know they got blown out in the second matchup. AB, that was his first game, I think, maybe. That was his first game there. And like Jay yep. said, them trying, to, them trying to understand how they were going to get him involved did kind of mess up the game plan a little bit because uh, you can't. You can't be indecisive against the Saints. You have to know what you're going to do at all times, or they will it will mess you up. And you can imagine Tom Brady being confused by the many disguises New Orleans Saints defense has when it comes to different coverages and blitzes. But they play a lot of man. So, you know, if anybody's going to beat man coverage, it's going to be these receivers that Tampa Bay has. Uh, they, I, I think they receivers are probably one of the best core in the league as far as beating man coverages. So it'll be interesting to see how Brady adjusts this. Uh, But I'm going to take the Saints in this game. I think this is their year. They've been too many times. And it's it's hard to see that happening again this season. Uh, But shout shout out to Tom Brady. I mean, you know, he turned his Buccaneers franchise around, got them to the playoffs.
0: And he is forever and always the GOAT. Yeah, he has five rings.
2: You know, like, it's okay not to get one this year. Like, it's okay. You have five (laughs) Like um, so he kept the Brady
4: rings. He kept up the Tampa Bay rings.
0: He got five. He got six. Yeah, he got six. Yeah, he got six. He got six. Yeah, yeah. I had to think about it. I had to make sure. <laughs> cut Carter. <laughs> it's even more go. That is even more. the ago right. in New England, not in Tampa Bay. Uh, think right. mean, what they I did the with Peyton
2: is the same treatment Look what he me. did first.
1: I had a same first playoff game since 07.
0: by '14. Um,
4: cut Carter's talking. I had a same by '14. That's all. Oh, gotcha. I think we do get a defensive touchdown this week, too.
0: Oh, Brady going to
4: throw
1: up mm-hmm. a K-6? <laughs> hey, all, in by, all I'm saying, block me. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, block you block me. me. You, you, you,
4: you could, you
1: could, you could you so pull up. And ass, I don't want to hear nothing.
4: I know you don't like leaving the house on Sunday because I don't need but I'll be here. You can. I'm not going to. You can pull up. Bro, did you see?
2: They, they had so I'm sorry.
4: I'm going I'm to be bright early, up uh, bright and early.
0: Ooh, we got one more segment. We got one more segment before we get to music. Are y'all boys ready? Because we, we could have breaking news right now.
4: I, I'll be so gassed by, by the time we get to uh, music. music bro. <laughs> don't
0: worry. Yeah, no not matter. Oh, we got some breaking news coming off the podcast. Congratulations to Robert mm-hmm. Salop becoming the head coach of the New York Football Jets. Congratulations. Uh, you deserve, man. And he is taking the passing game coordinator from the San Francisco 49ers, Matt LaFleur's uh, brother, Mike LaFleur. He will be their offensive coordinator oh. for the Jets. So I,
4: like
0: I think the Jets are up to something. I think with their quarterback, Justin Fields, they, and they had another pick later in the draft. I know Salah's Salah going to have defense booming. There's no question about that. It's all about picking out that offense. They, they should like keep the Sam Darnold. do they You said they should keep Sam Darnold? Yeah, I think. And they do. Yeah, if they do, yeah, and if they do, yeah, they do go to Sam Darnold, I think you trade that pick back a and get more draft capital, or you take uh a uh, Cuel from Oregon. I think clear cut is they need to get him a line O line. Get Darnold a a real weapon. Yes, like, I think, and like, then, I think they could do because they have they got a bunch of. Caps I they
4: trade back. They they trade back. They could go for a receiver.
0: But they already have another, they have another pick in the first round, too. They could use that on a receiver.
4: Yeah, they could use a late one for a receiver. So, yeah. Getting well it wouldn't be bad to put him on the opposite side of Makai Beckton, who they drafted last year. They, they tackled from last year.
0: Yep. I think it's all about if the general manager and the head coach and OC love Sam Darnold. Because if you like his game, you keep him. And you think if he's not the problem, it's just a bad situation. You build around him. It was. Adam Gase was terrible. Any coach be better
2: killer. than Adam Gase, bro.
0: I agree. Yes. Like you, so terrible. you
2: literally see him literally mess up like three franchises.
0: <laughs> no cap.
1: He <laughs> was getting a job. I was so confused.
0: <laughs> Another uh, head coaching announcement that was announced today Urban Meyer to the Jacksonville Jaguars. I think this move will, in the mm-hmm. AFC North, AFC South, I mean, I think they could compete for it depending because they're getting, I believe they're getting Trevor Lawrence. And I think Urban er- er- Meyer is so respected around the football world, college and pros. I think he knows uh, the the, dr- the upcoming college classes coming up because he's been recruiting and recruiting for Ohio State for so long. As well, as well as he has a command and respect in the NFL, OSU players love him. Michael Thomas was tweeting about Urban Meyer getting the job. So I think it will be fun to watch Urban Meyer, them as well as the Jets have draft capital, two first round picks. And I think they if they just build around Trevor Lawrence, because I think, James Robinson is offensive threat. DJ, DJ Chark is definitely offensive threat. Get Trevor Lawrence an O-line and a, a consistent defense to go along with that, that can spell trouble for the AFC. And the AFC is going to have a great crop of young quarterbacks. Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Baker Mayfield, Lamar Jackson, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, Justin Herbert. It's like the AFC quarterback is talent so young and youthful, while the NFC is just a bunch of people that's over 30. Rodgers, Brees, Brady. It's like there's not a lot. There's a lot of agent, like agent wisdom in the NFC. While the AFC is just young talent that's developing and going to take over the league soon. So it's gonna be definitely fun to watch. Congratulations, Urban Meyer, on getting that job. I rock with it. You guys' thoughts? My bad. I
2: just interesting. There are. I'm looking around the NFC, and I'm I'm just like there really are the youngest quarterback that was there was got cut, uh, and that's that's Dwayne Haskins. Like so.
0: That's kind of crazy, like oh, Kyler Murray.
2: Well, I don't know. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, but yeah, but AFC has like a majority. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But they got some couple like Dak, uh, Carson, Jalen Hurts. They got some young, yeah,
2: young for real like that no more. I mean,
0: yeah,
2: he's in. Uh, but that's interesting. Um, as far as the head coaches go, like I think said I was gonna have a chance to actually make the postseason. I mean that that division is it's probably just the Bills again next year. The offense
0: is going to come back and try to reload.
2: Well, you know, the the locker room is a sold on so Yeah,
0: of course, of course.
2: Work on within itself. Um, And we all know what Bill Belichick is going to do with the Patriots. They could also have a great year next year, like randomly. But I do think because they extended the postseason to seven seeds, the Jets and the the Jaguars are are rightful to say that they can – Potentially make the postseason. It does depend on how well they draft, and you know if there is a preseason this year. I don't know how the NFL feels about that with other players, but you know if they're able to get a, a few games under their belt, then we could be looking at you know a, a future that's more successful, uh more presently than later on. So hopefully, hopefully, I don't want Urban Meyer to be a trash coach. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I, I agree. I agree with that. Yeah. I want to <laughs> be good. You know, I actually like Urban, so I, want, I, I don't want. I don't want to be bad, like, but John Gruden in Oakland,
0: they need, they need to <laughs> to it's time to jump
4: um, uh, And I don't think I don't think Urban Meyer is gonna be a good coach. I think we, Nick Saban ish, but Nick Saban's more defensive minded. I don't. I'm trying to remember what Urban is known for. Because so to offense, me, I don't know. Offense, I, offense, most of these teams are offensive. Yeah, I about yep, to say most of yep. these teams be offensive good. Uh, so I guess in that case he'll be fine the defense my and the defense not bad defense got the defense got talent the defense is the jags defense is not bad so if urban could get trevor and the number one receiver dj Chark, who i think is can be a number one receiver I and think robinson
0: has been stellar stellar good great last good last year the back. Runner. so
4: okay in that regard he'll probably be better than saving because saving saving problem with the dolphins was that they couldn't score or where they or they were bad, okay? I'm just gonna be real. They was, <laughs> that was a really. Bad. Then they went
0: zero nine before he quit. I think
4: it was six and ten that's the year. Oh, he, he was. In, oh, they finished but, like
0: that. Hey. And I mean, then they, they, let, they and they didn't let him get Drew. He tried to go get Drew Brees. Remember? Oh. Herman there. He didn't want to get Drew. No, they they wanted something happened with Drew. They didn't let they, like the NFL didn't allow him to get Drew. Something like that went down. But before we go to New Music, because we're not, we're all tired and drawn out of debating arguments so long. Which head coaching vacancy left are you would you take if you were a head coach? Is it the Houston Texans, the Detroit Lions, the Atlanta Falcons, the Philadelphia Eagles, or the Los Angeles Chargers? I'll go first, and I think it's clear as day it's the Los Angeles Chargers. I think it was – I think it is the L.A. Chargers with Justin Herbert, a young, great rookie talent, along with those two outside threats and Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, along with Austin Eckler and, uh, and a, great, a nice running back group. I think, along with the defense, Darren James had come back injury again. But Joey Bosa, you, you drafted Kenneth Murray from Oklahoma. A lot of depth, a lot of talent. And if they had a capable kicker and the right coach in the situations, they would have been a better team than what their record presents. So if I'm a head coach, um, if I'm an offensive-minded head coach, I am loving the Chargers. I try to get there as fast as possible. Uh, John, which head coach of bankruptcy would you take if you were a head coach?
2: I agree. Like, quick and simple, definitely the Chargers. Like, for all the reasons you named, them other franchises don't seem like the management cares enough to actually get input from the players which is how you build chemistry because if the players aren't, don't want to play and they don't trust management, it's gonna be hard for a coach to come in there and try to build a team where a lot of players aren't bought into the organization at all. But I think the Chargers, like those players understand where they are, they know they have Jay Herbo coming back, um, obviously on the rookie deal. And with the level of play that he displayed this year, you know, like you said, any offensive minded coach is looking at, you know, this beautiful city of LA and saying, I want to go there to coach. I mean, it's LA, who wouldn't want to coach in LA um, with a quarterback that is proven to get the job or proven that he can get the job done. And I think we'll get the job done next year in a division where it's just one team that runs it and they can make a run to be that, that second, solidified second best team in the West of the ASC. So that's definitely the team to go to.
0: JB.
1: 100% taking the L.A. Chargers, number one. Have you been to California, L.A.? It's beautiful.
0: Them, ta- okay. them, uh, them, taxes, my- them taxes and Patrick <clears throat> Mahomes don't
1: care you? I don't care. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> they got the best uh, young QB situation with Jay Herbo. Um, also with Keenan Allen, that defense has the potential to be top five. Just needs to be coached correctly. Um, Offensively too, I just feel as if the this is the most complete team without leadership at the coaching position. And you know, I was room for Anthony Lynn. Um, you know, hopefully he does get another opportunity to shine somewhere else. Maybe you know, become an offensive or defensive coordinator, um, and you know, uh, get better. Use this as an experience to get better and uh, get back out there. I do like to see. You know our black um, coaches coaching in the league. Um, I would like to see this not be his last gig. So you know, uh, yeah, Chargers would be my.
2: And I, I'm almost willing to guarantee Anthony Lynn. I don't know, but he could he could become the Bears' defensive court co- uh, coach, and I, I wouldn't
0: be mad. Yeah, it. I think I think he'll I think he'll land somewhere for sure. I think players love him, it's just his coaching and late game situations is just, uh, uh Carter, which head coach of Vegas would you take? Uh, why nobody, Sean? Uh, the Texans no love. Maybe you go in there, you say, Deshaun, I got your back. Bad, got owner. Bad, owner, bad, <laughs> owner, bad
4: owner, bad owner, bad owner, bad owner,
0: bad Terrible. owner, Why owner, Why you not trying to come to Atlanta? You got Julio, Calvin Ridley, a young, a young defense.
4: Saying, out of the, you said, what's the best job out of the Atlanta, the, out of, Detroit?
0: Out York. of the out of Eagles, Lions, Falcons, Chargers, and the Texans. Houston. Yep, yep. I'm taking the Chargers job. Everybody wants the Chargers job. Well, you can't have it. Now, tell me
4: why. LA is the better city.
0: You're not, well, not scared of
4: Mahomes? You're not scared of my homes. I mean, Mahomes homes not going to kill you. but you can lose two games my Mahomes and still keep your team up and running. <laughs> Plus, they got the best. They got the best youth and project to build on. The quarterback is great to build on. Keenan Allen, veteran receiver. Darren James coming off an injury, but when he plays, he's effective. So you hope that he can play. Joey Bosa, Melvin Ingram. I mean, really, they just and they got Chris Harris. Bro, I, I'm I'm taking that job and I'm drafting the corner or a lineman, or offensive lineman, and we are gonna get it going. Or maybe a receiver. That's the three things I would go for. But they got young.
0: Receivers. They got young, they got young cable receivers. I think defense is a need for sure, though. Yeah,
4: I, I'm, going, I'm going corner or um, corner safety or the linebacker.
0: And then the, the training staff. Ain't no way y'all y'all should be getting hurt <laughs> all the time.
4: And then um, the second best job on that list would probably be the Eagles or the or the Falcons. The Falcons is a good city
0: to come to. You just gonna deal with some fans. I don't know about the Eagles. The,
4: no, no I'm saying the Eagles, the Eagles and the Falcons fans. It would be the, the reason to hate a job like that.
0: But. No. And the Eagles got, are our cap room hell too.
4: Yeah. And got a quarterback controversy. You no, you got to be content with Carson Wentz being a starter. And if the, if that's not the type of system you want to run with Carson Wentz and you prefer Jalen Hurts, that's not the job for But me.
0: also in Philly, the um they always – they fire their coaches when they have one bad year. Like Chip Kelly had a couple good seasons, then they fired him. Doug Peterson won a Super Bowl. And last year he won a division and made some playoffs, and he fired him after this lackluster season. And there was one more coach before him. Andy Reid. To was, was in the Super Bowl with uh Don McNabb, I believe. And after a couple of years, after like one or two losing seasons, they cut ties. So there's a lot of ownership, now, Like they want you to win now in Philly. And there's a lot of ownership trust issues going on. So I wouldn't know about Philly. I think, um, I will say this about Atlanta
2: though. I mean, division wise, I know the Saints are like running the NFC South and they have, but in the future, you know might be up for grabs like this division very soon um so while the charges is a popular destination they, they're gonna have Patrick Mahomes over there like running that division I think for a foreseeable
0: future for another, NFC another so, decade <laughs> and,
2: and, even, and even in the NFC East the NFC East is a weak division so you know yeah but it but that's that's a double-edged sword too right like if you go there and you're like, oh, this, you know, this division is so weak. We expect you to win, right? So like, you should win. But if you don't, like you said, it's like, oh, how you not winning in this division? Like, look at the talent around, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, so I think I think that's interesting. Philadelphia is a, a tricky situation because of how owners have been known to treat not just the coaches, but players as well. Uh, I think the second most popular destination is Atlanta for what Der- for the reasons Derek said. Like, it's a really nice city. Uh, here it's a nice culture. Um, it's a really nice fan base as well. So, you
0: know, gotcha. And C- Carter, I am finished. Where is Certified Lover Boy though?
4: Bro, I don't know. He dropped that mode though. <laughs> like,
0: yeah.
4: All right. Last week, what did we get last week? Oh, we got. Use Somebody by Division, I like that song. Um, Sample Sex on Fire and "Use uh, Somebody by Kings of Leon. It's a vibe. Their album actually is dropping tomorrow. King of uh, Leon? Amuse, no, well Kings uh, Leon got an album about to drop too. Uh, Amuse, it's called Amuse in Her Feelings. It's like a play on their last album. So the last album was Amuse in Her Feelings. Amuse and this was like- in
3: Her
1: Feelings,
4: right. Yeah, that's the first one, and this one's called like a Amu- amusing her something too. Like it's it plays on it. I'm about to look it up because I don't want to say it wrong. Um, it's called amusing. See, okay, so it's a deluxe. So it was amusing her feelings, and this one is called amusing, like a play on words, amusing her feelings. So, and it's a deluxe EP. It's a deluxe EP. Um, coming out Friday, January fifteenth. Um. And then we have, I think, oh, supposed to drop something tonight. Um, and Juice World. Yep. So I found it. We getting, we're getting Lil Durk's The Voice Deluxe, possibly. Wait, possibly. wait, wait! Before
0: you go, wait, wait! Before you go, do you think that Drake song will be on there? Yes. Okay, and this is when he goes global.
4: Yes, he's about to be. He's he's a superstar now. Gotcha. He's about to be, about to be everything. I. Everything I thought he could be Division, <laughs> <laughs> uh, amusing her feelings. We're getting um Fred still most hated, Uno the Activist Universe, Singles, Juice Water, Young Thug, Bad Boy, Funk Flex and foreign Foreign, Game Time. Um, Ariana Grande feature made the Stallion and Doja Cat 34 plus 35. If you know that spell, if you know that adds up to. Um Rich the King. What's 34 plus 35, Jalen, come on, cut on your fingers.
2: All right, you just say it.
4: Right. Ariana Grande made <laughs> this. cat,
0: 34
4: plus 35.
2: That's
4: the name of the song. I'm not saying what it adds Ain't up to. Ain't that a remix? Ain't that a remix? It's the remix. It okay, is the okay. remix,
0: yes Yeah, it's the remix. Uh, um, slow music period for 2021 so far, huh? Coming out
4: I mean, slow for 2021 so far and. I Think people want to drop when they know they could do something with it. So if you're gonna drop, you, want so to you drop think
0: him. they're trying to wait till they can people can go out? They're going it because
4: they think, and then if you know we don't know what Biden gonna do, he might shut the country down.
0: Not, he shut the country down. He not. Then- <laughs> just
1: passed that healthier uh, release plan,
0: he did do that so. So uh, yeah, they trying to wait the pandemic out from our music aficionado, Cut Carter. I think so. And I assume you don't have no top five again. My boy be drained. Who? You. I just been looking at the screen
4: all day. My eyes starting to hurt. I felt
0: that. So you don't got no top five?
4: Bro, don't. What am I going to do a top five off? Y'all listen to Division? We can do top five Division. We never did them, but you don't listen to them.
0: I just want to participate, bud.
4: All right, we can run that real quick. Top five, they can do
0: that. John and Jalen go do that. I would hope so. Oh.
4: Yeah,
1: I to... yeah, I'll rock with division heavy. Actually, I can go first.
0: <clears throat> um. All right. Uh. Top. Five. Top, five, no top five,
1: top five, top five, top, top five. five division songs. JB, yeah, was... I man. So you know we rock.
0: <laughs> you good, JB? I don't know what you
1: there. You know, man, we rock with division heavy, bro. You know, sometimes so much music out, you can't even take the time to appreciate it. Sometimes, but without further ado, I will go ahead and reveal my fifth favorite division song, which is POV. Very good record. Um, fourth on this list we have between us the original version. I do also like the new version with Snow Allegra. I think it is very nice, but the between us, um the original felt like it was uh more of a vibe. Uh, third on my list, I have with me. yeah, that's all yeah, that's hard. Number two, I have Try Effortless. and yeah, just amazing work. And number one on my list, man, I have uh, No Time, Take Time. Like, uh, like easily his, well, to me, easily his best song. Like, it's just a vibe all the way around. And take it away, Johnny Mars.
2: No doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Um, The songs Jalen shared are some phase. A lot of, well, a few of them are going to sound uh, repetitive here. But I have an honorable mention I want to shout out. Uh, Majid Jordan, uh, also on the OVO label. And a few years ago, uh, they dropped this song called My Imagination, and Division is featured on that. His vocals fit perfectly with it, so check it out. All right, my top five Division songs, uh, starting from the fifth song. My fifth song uh, that Division dropped, I thought was really good, is POV, Uh, obviously, good music. My fourth song is You Somebody, just dropped last week, uh, like Derek said. Uh, that's a good song with samples of Kings of Leon, one of the greatest bands of all time. Uh, he did a terrific job sampling on that. So definitely check out you somebody. Uh number three. I got uh I got too deep. Uh it's just uh, the first, that song is that song is crazy. Like um, it's crazy. Too deep is that what a vision fine. And what I want to know, what I was saying about these five songs, and I, I'm gonna get to my last two here, but my these top five songs they all come from different projects. Like none of these songs that I, that I think are, are good are on the same project. So I think that just speaks to the level of creativity uh, that Division produces in each of his albums because I, I enjoyed every project he dropped. All right, my last two songs. Number two, I have No Crying, featuring and Future. Uh, no in the Club, like no point in doing it. And lastly, 2016 Views. Faithful, featuring C and Division. Uh, Just an all-time favorite. The vocals. When I heard the vocals on this song by the video,
0: I said, oh my God,
2: bro. I tried to hit them vocals myself, I'm gonna strain the cord. You
4: ever heard the uh, extended version? I haven't, bro. I need to, though. Send that to me. I'll send it to you on SoundCloud. I forgot about the SoundCloud song you got.
2: Yeah, so that's my top five division. Number one, wrapping up, was Faithful. Uh, Yeah, here.
4: I'm about to see now nah, I gotta I might have to add this one I'm gonna just send them to y'all but dang I'm I'm not gonna put it on here I'm gonna just include the Apple music stuff because he got a um song on here where he uh samples purple rain and like mix it with another song <laughs> he be in his Duffy he
2: he, he goes crazy with the yeah, stuff I'm not
4: even saying he I'm not gonna say he is they it's a producer in him so they they be
1: we got there. about too deep John
4: <laughs> <laughs> definitely a hit <laughs> it's crazy. You don't want to pull on out. All right, I'm about to go. I just had to find this song real quick to tell John. Um, Dang, let me just go to my likes. SoundCloud look different, but I ain't been on SoundCloud forever. Oh, Keep the Faith. Yep, Faithful Extension. I'm about to send it to you. Put it in the blood check. I
2: heard that, Keep the Faith. Yeah, now when you said the name, yeah, I have heard that.
4: Yeah, I'm two jams there. I'm just sharing them. All right, my top five. I got one honorable mention. Even though I got a lot more, I could have did, but my, my honorable mention is try effortless, try slash effortless. However you say it. At first, division project project um September fifth is just like, like I I don't know. I, I that one of my.
0: You what, sent that in the wrong chat.
4: What chat I put in? Or, uh, the Carter House oh, chat. Oh, oh, oh. <sighs> <laughs> My dad gonna be like, what's this? Uh, my bad, y'all. I thought I said it to y'all. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, dang, bro. Knock not me off my pivot. Gotta find this dang emoji. The only thing about having emoji is the name of a chat. Gotta find the emoji first. All right. I'm gonna start over. So, my top division songs i'm gonna start with my honorable mention my honorable mention is try slash effortless or try effortless um my number five is angela which is um a great song to me off september 5th as well my fourth song is between us featuring snow allegra off of um amusing her feelings um my third song is with me also off september 5th my second song which is the first song i ever heard really i think this was introduced me to them i don't know where i heard it might have been a tv show or movie or something hallucinations that is my number two song by Division. And then my number one, which is, I don't know if it's their longest song, but it's the longest song I, to my memory, The Line. If you never heard The Line by Division, you wanna hear vocals and storytelling and everything, the whole works, The Line. And that's also one of the songs that made him popular when he first uh, went on tour. Everybody wanted him to sing The Line, but he don't do the whole song because it's seven minutes, but when he does it, there's some notes in there. It's like like breathtaking and mind boggling notes that he takes. And then I can't even forget him. I got to shout out his produ- the producer and his partner as well. Cause the vision is a, 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 a duo, not just a, a person. So, so shout out 1985 and, uh, dang, I always forget the other name. But uh, hello, I'm, I'm gonna get it right. I'm not gonna just shout out one person when it's a group. Shout out to the, shout out to 1985 and Daniel Daly. Daniel Daly's the singer, by the way. That's the crazy part. 1985 is a producer. Daniel Daly's the singer. And they're known as Division. Duo from Toronto, can Toronto, Canada. So yeah, shout out to Division. And that's my top
0: five, no debate. Got you. Is there any news breaking, guys? Guys, 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 guys. <clears throat> Make sure we do our due diligence and check if there's any news breaking. There isn't. Think- um is that a podcast? That's a, pod.
4: it's a podcast, buddy.
0: And this will conclude episode 87 of the Pack Life Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Remember to like, comment, share, and subscribe. We're available to you on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and YouTube. Follow us at Pack Life Power or Pack Life Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Beside me, we got my brother, Mr. Carter. Carter. Diagonally, we got Mr. Johnny Marr. Pleasure to be here as always. And last but not least, we got my boy, Mr. Jalen Benjamin.
1: Yes, sir. Make sure y'all visit packbrand.net. Go grab you some gear today, tomorrow, Saturday, Sunday, autumn days.
0: Yep, yep, yep. And shout out to the mom for going on here before and departing early. It's all good. (laughs) It's all good. And I'm your host, Bruce Carter. Uh, Episode 87, our two-year anniversary, is approaching. Um, Exciting. So... Look out for things coming our way. We might do a big two year shabam. Who knows? But it's coming up uh, January 20th, oh, 28th, 27th. I got to look at the day. I just didn't look at it. My bad. Been busy. And, but, 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 we're out of here.
1: New pack life.